you know, incest. I mean, it's a terrible idea. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) People keep doing it. I'm always like, really? Another one? play Skyrim with those on so she's distracted. How is it? Oh god, it's so good. I've actually got my boy doing it as well. Yeah, it's it's good that someone, like, I just feel like someone needs to be playing it right now because if it's, like, <laughs> at all on, times, it's just a waste of, like, precious, precious yeah. time. By the way, this bit's coming in the recording, so just, just so the listeners know that, like, a random girlfriend and a random eight-year-old are playing Skyrim before them. <laughs> I just feel that's something they need to know, our listeners who we love and cherish. Um, and Skyward Sword is in the mail on its way to Jonathan Holmes. Yeah, so. no one is playing that. It's just being held by a man. But this is a great episode for people who want to listen to people who are playing games that they are not. <laughs> I've got uh, Cave Story 3D, too. I've had that for a while. Um, people want that, as it turns out. It's pretty good. Uh, so how's Skyrim so far? Um, fucking dragons. It's cool, I guess. You know <laughs> that shit. That shit so dragon. People were telling me that <laughs> it's that the... that's so raven. <laughs> yep, that's so dragon. Um, I'm hearing that it's the epic scale and scope that make it worth playing. That's I think it's because it's dragon me. is why it's worth playing. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there are. Several kinds of fish in the game that you can catch if you want to that are available. I heard the Elder Scrolls fans love it when you like promise previews and only talk about catching fish. I might do my review, not as a review, but as a fisherman's guide to to the realm of Skyrim and its many rivers and fords. I have yeah. a feeling that our the Elder Scrolls fans—that's all they want to know about—is like how many fish. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? You know, really, really fuck them, though, because like, that's um, the thing that makes the game such a technical like masterpiece. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. it is a technical masterpiece, but, you know, the reason that, one of the things that's so impressive about it is it's the amount of detail on, on stuff that really it's not what people put pay attention to when they're making games, you know? Yeah. Mm, that's the incidental it. That's kind of the hallmark yeah. of Bethesda, though. I mean, when most of their games yeah. are like that. When people say, why are you talking about the fish? They don't matter. It's like, we're talking about the fish because they don't matter. And the fact mm. that somewhere in Bethesda, it did matter to a guy. And that something that inconsequential no. they actually thought about shows how much thought overall went into the game. You see, it's called thinking, loser nerds. Yeah, this is why we get the game, because we like fish. And they were like, hey, those guys like fish. Let's send them the copy of the game early so they can appreciate our fish. So fuck you if you don't like fish. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like, I see Skyrim as being like a realistic oil painting where people just gasp in awe and look at all the, you know, oh, look, there's a little badger hiding behind the bush. Oh, my God, he included a badger. And uh, It's kind of like playing a... You don't get it, Holmes. That's that, not right. That is Jonathan Holmes again, like framing insults as compliments. No, I love oil paintings and badgers. As this fair. patronizing, like it's so good for you that you like that little thing. That's basically what you're saying, no, Jonathan. I love oil paintings and in looking for little details in the oil paintings by Rembrandt and the gang. Those important. Well, to guys. be fair, Rembrandt I have, and the gang. I have several times <laughs> during my course of of playing the game gone. Oh. 
oh, a goat, or oh my goodness, a rabbit. I tell you no, what, uh, actually, it was when I saw bushes. it was when I saw the goat, and I was like, huh, you know, that's called a goat. Oh my god, the goat is chewing. <laughs> ah! He's chewing grass like a goat in real life. Yeah, I, f- I fell in a river, and um. I briefly dunked under, and then I sort of floated up, and then it, it started slowly taking me down the river, and then I reached a small waterfall, and it pushed me off the waterfall, and that's um, that's kind of cool. Like it 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 makes me want to go into real nature and then play with the actual nature, probably yeah. not by attacking it, but you know. Well, the thing it's... is, I didn't have that problem because I stuck to the rivers and like something used to. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, you did that. That's yeah, well, TLC. You know. I'm a creep. <laughs> There was a. Uh... That was the best thing <laughs> that this podcast is ever going to have. What I just said there. So you know, treat it well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome by the way to Podtoid. Thank you for coming along and joining our little soiree this evening. It is episode number one hundred and seventy-eight. A thing. So listen to that. I'm your host Jim Sterling. I'm joined by bloody hell. It's Max Scoville. Hello, everyone. Tara Long as well is here as well. Hello, Tara as well. Oh, hi, everyone. And, fuck, it's Jonathan, <laughs> it's Jonathan Holmes. Yeah, I, hi, I'm really glad to be here. Wank, <laughs> off, wank off a witch, I'm really happy to have you on, Jonathan. <laughs> you wank them? I don't know, it was a comedy exclamation. <laughs> it was a good seasonal one, too. It was a, yeah, it was a really good true. seasonal one, because it is the day after Halloween. Uh, otherwise, and weasels. Otherwise known as the scariest day of the year that is after Halloween. Uh, if you're scared of sluts. <laughs> oh, oh. Where'd that come from? Tell me about the sluts. What do you Did mean? Did you go outside in the past week? Because there just were sluts saw, everywhere. I saw I a slutty didn't. clipper card on uh, Halloween. Clipper card is like the bus, pansi- the bus transit pass system here. I saw somebody was dressed as a slutty bus pass. There are so many sluts like round here, like just outside the houses. They come out at night, and you don't, you you know you pass by them, and they look okay during the day, but at night they like light up, and they're like orange, and they've got funny triangle eyes. And oh, I confuse sluts and pumpkins again. Oh, good lord! The slut o' lanterns. Jack yeah. So Jack, is- no, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. Jack of slatterns. Slutkins. That's a word for sluts. You don't hear that often. Slatter. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, by slut, you mean just a, la- a sexy lady? I mean, they're not necessarily <laughs> sexually promiscuous. They just are, you know. No, we mean dressed sluttily. Oh, we mean, dressed- we mean vital, just- attractive young women who we cannot have sex with, and so we now hate them. That's that's how it works. <laughs> you know when you say you know someone's whoring themselves out, and that you you don't really mean it like they're actually sucking dick for stuff, like they're. Mm. They're just kind of metaphorically, metaphorically whoring themselves oh. out. Oh, um, sure. It's sure. like that. Like girls will put on. Oh, I'm gonna be a sexy Joker, and then they go out in this costume, and it's like, were they really that into Ninja Turtles or Batman or Mario Brothers? Were that was that like their thing? Maybe. I mean, in some cases it is, but sure. I think a lot of the time it's like, let me find a thing that a boy likes and then make it look really sexy. Mm. And I will get mad if he just assumes that I want to have sex with him. Well, here's the other thing. And speaking as a woman, yes, I can tell what? you that women's Halloween costumes, the ones that you buy in stores, are incredibly poorly made. 
So it's often hard to find one that just looks good on you in general. So you go with the first one that looks good regardless of what it really is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Plus being so, so poor quality, you can just pretend that like the leg parts and the top parts fell off. And that is why you're basically walking around in a glorified brazier. I don't know. I'm, I'm not... Getting I don't. I actually don't that. give. I don't give a fuck. In fact, <laughs> due to the offensive repetition of the word sluts and the whores, both of which I've got in trouble for saying in public in the time, I want it to be known on the record that I try to steer this conversation away by making a cute reference to pumpkin, a very but that, very that awful man, Max Scoville, just but Max about uh, sluts. Max, he's saying it again. Okay, now Max Scoville, I respect him as a as a personality on the internet. I work with him professionally, <laughs> but what he says about sluts is something that I don't condone. Uh, for the record, I love sluts. I think sluts are great. <laughs> I just I don't trust the sluts. That's the problem. <laughs> you don't trust them. I'm just why, why? I'm angry. Okay, here I'm angry for a number of reasons. Reason number one: I, mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend, and she doesn't let me go out and and just and mingle with the sluts on Halloween. I mean, she's you know theoretically would let me go out and you know, do stuff, but you know, I it's I, mean, I can't. It's, how it's unreasonable! Just, what, what yeah. Mingle with do? them in their natural habitat. And second, if I go up, if I go up to you know one of those girls who's dressed as like a slutty ninja turtle, and I go, which version of Baxter Stockman did you like better? Did you like the little Poindexter one with the bow tie who turned into like the the fly, or did you like the the black one who had built the mousers that took down the World Trade Center in the comic books? And then she looks at me and goes, ah. And walks away. Yeah, because you're one of those guys. That makes <laughs> well, I must me one of those, those guys. What is that? One, one of those, those guys, guys who's like, it's not fantasy, it's hard sci-fi. You're a Skyrim fan now, I basically, when it comes to Halloween costumes. Max, I must admit, if I had to choose between a slutty ninja turtle and the guy asking about the favourite Baxter Stockmans, I would probably go with Slutty Magoo over Baxter yeah. Stockman hey, Man. Which is, mm-hmm. which is your favourite version of Baxter Stockman? I actually um, go with the television series. Oh, God damn it, Max! <laughs> <laughs> Don't get get me into the classic Baxter honey trap. I just feel like, I feel (laughs) betrayed. I feel like, you know, if I wanted to dress up like a Ninja Turtle, it's like, ew, what's wrong with you? (laughs) You creeper. You fucking, you nasty man. And then if some, if some fucking, you know. Mm, That's the classic. uh, bird wants to put on a a Ninja Turtles outfit and go, you know, sashaying about in the night. Everyone's like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, it's not that way in Greece, you know. That's one of the things I like about Greece. That's probably the number one thing I like about Greece. Are we talking about the the place or the film? um, It's both, but more the place. Um, If you go to Greece, the guys have... T- totally tight shirts and like designer jeans and like high mm-hmm. heel sneakers and stuff. They're really slutty that's, dudes that are just yeah, like I'm that's, hot. That's a lot of Europe, though. It's, yeah, it, it's Italy's awesome. like that too. Oh, is it? I haven't been there. Yeah, guys, they're very greasy. But I, dr- fashionable. I dress like that on occasion as well. I must yeah, admit, I I'm. I, yeah, I am a, I have a big slut. I have a pair of white <laughs> jeans that are so tight that you can. Like see the outline of my penis quite clearly. It's very if you impressive. were in Greece, that would go over very. You could dress as a slutty Baxter Stockman in Greece with the white jeans and a white lab coat and no shirt, and uh, women would love you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. Hmm. Go, go there. Yeah, ah, okay, 
Uh, so anyway, enough about the sluts. God. For now, we can come back I to think... the sluts at a later time to this talk is... about them. This conversation is going to be reprinted on a WordPress blog or two somewhere around the internet. <laughs> Possibly with like a yellow and pink background. Oh, oh dear, ladies and gentlemen. We should, expl- we should just explain that joke at this point because I don't think that that he's ever complained about us properly. Who has? Are we, 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 are I'm, not, about, I'm not talking about... Are you talking about the... Oh, you talking about Kotaku? No. I'm just talking about, like, general, like... Are you talking about the, the Pepto-Bismol website? Because that has a... No, a, I, I was just making a... <laughs> I was just making a joke about, like, just funny, really radical feminist blogs that like to pick on Destructoid and the like, and... There's a couple of them out there. I was just making a general, non-specific. Are they hot? On them. I don't know. <laughs> are the blogs <laughs> themselves hot? The blogs are hot. Yeah. Do they have They're revealing layouts? It doesn't They're matter. They don't right have now. sex. Can I go to the blogs and objectify the blogs themselves? <laughs> <laughs> Is that sexist if you objectify a feminist blog? Like, because it's it's know. not really an object, you know. Can you send a, them an email that says <laughs> "Get out of that URL and into my car"? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. People were really quite angry and sexist about the Skyrim episode of talking to women about video games. They kept saying that the woman who didn't immediately like Skyrim at first sight, that she should get back in the kitchen. I was disappointed with the Skyrim fans. Didn't know they were so sexist. Actually, I'm really? I'm not disappointed. I'm not familiar that, with them, really. That sounds just perfect for them. I applaud them for sticking to tradition. <laughs> and they also said they thought the show was fake because there's no way that it could have been real that someone saw Skyrim and wasn't immediately excited. Well, Jonathan, it must be scripted, they said. Jonathan, let me ask you something. How many yes. fish did you have in the video that you made? Uh, there was. It was just a quick clip of the guy with the hat there killing a dragon. No, no, no. I mean, in the, mm. in the video itself, was there were there any fish, and was there a crafting system of any kind within your video? Uh, nope, nope. There was no fish, no crafting system. Did you actually show the dialogue tree on the screen as you were talking to this woman? <laughs> <laughs> because I did not, didn't. No. I don't think it was realistic enough for the Skyrim fans. Yeah, it's like it's not valid unless you're showing like that. What Max said. I, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. continue his joke, but I actually had no material, so I'm you know just how, gonna reinforce what he said. <laughs> you know how dogs can't see their own reflections? Oh yeah, sometimes. that's sort of how reality is. Wait for a them. minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> they can see the reflection, but they don't know that it's them. They're like, oh, what's that dog doing over there? Oh, I've often wondered, but whether they know that or not. No, I they apparently I, don't. See, my cat, uh, she go, she really hates the Wiimote. Like, she thinks the, the Wiimote is like a moth that's only in front of the TV. But she doesn't watch any shows with me or anything. Like, it's weird. She, she And she does this creepy, like, predator clicking noise whenever she sees something she's trying to attack. It's like... Oh, I love that sound. Yeah. It's really creepy. It's like my cat is suddenly turning into, like, a werewolf cat, which is just a confusing animal. But, yeah. yeah I'm just like, wait, wait, what's going on? And, and, she's, and I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to play some, you know. Play some Lego Indiana Jones here. Like, don't have to try and attack the screen. Creep me out. Yeah, they um they make there is a video game just for cats. I can't remember. Oh, what it's for God's sake! Yeah, and it's just a thing moving around on your screen. Oh, I think I've I've seen that before, or maybe not a video game, but I've seen like DVDs you can buy for your pets that you leave on when you leave oh, yeah. the house, mm-hmm. and it's like too. supposed to entertain them. Yeah, this is a PC game. 
It's got, you know, indie graphics. Fucking elitist cats. <laughs> <laughs> do they do they have any um I'd love to build a like a gaming PC just for my cat. <laughs> you know, that just has like really big keys on the keyboard. Yeah. And it's all made of carpet so the cat can scratch the tower if it needs to. The dogs are happy with a 360 because they're retards. And it's all, all the, all the graphics <laughs> cards are cooled by a small saucer of milk. <laughs> and then I'd make a console for a dog, which would just be a tennis ball. <laughs> I'm going uh, to make a fortune making video game consoles for animals. Yeah, you know, if you can make them cheaply enough, there are hundreds of thousands of people that would buy them. Maybe not millions, but hundreds of thousands for what sure. What we need to do is we need to get a currency for animals to use and explain the idea of capitalism to them, and then they maybe will buy stuff. <laughs> it doesn't how work. We, it does do not get... work. Cats have no inherent concept of value, and that is, that's, their big pro- that's their big problem. That's my <laughs> problem, at least, with cats, is their lack of like understanding of value. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, why don't all those fucking cats just go to Burning Man or something? It's stupid. Yeah, my cats are fighting right now. Actually, the uh, the man wants to have sex with the woman cat, and I think he does value that a lot. I mean, if you were to give my cat, say, like you need to give me uh, half a days of cat food, and you can have sex with this other cat, he'd do it. No, easy. So I'm- he's just he's all about that pussy. Oh! <laughs> so actually, you guys want to hear something really hilariously, stupidly embarrassing, like just terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, in my hallway, I always find the weirdest things. Like people just leave garbage there, and I'm like, "Ooh, free garbage!" Um, the other day, they left out this large ceramic pedestal. It's about um, six inches high and has sort of um, it's like a really little tiny Corinthian column. It's got little you know leaves and shit on it, mm. but it's a pedestal. And I put it next to the cat's food dish, and I'm I'm gonna try and put that pussy on a pedestal. Like that's <laughs> what I'm gonna do. And when that happens, I'm gonna take a picture of it, and just be like, I did that. It's a photo op, but it's an ongoing project. Like I've had it for about a week and a half now, and the cat still has not gone on the the little. Every, anyway, planner. Yeah, Every time you say thinking. pedestal, I keep thinking you're gonna say pedophile, and <laughs> and now all I can think about is a large ceramic pedophile. <laughs> that would be great. Like a little like ceramic figure of a guy wearing like a shell suit and glasses and a flat cap with his thumbs up and his tongue sticking out. Oh my god, my friend was telling me the worst like the worst story. Um he's kind of a weirdo anyway. Like he tells a lot of weird stories. I can't tell if he's like a troll or just like really like a mean person or what the deal is, but he's my friend. But he was telling me he used to work at the Lego store. Okay. And they have like a big, you know, a big pit of Legos where all the children go and play in the Legos. And he was saying how, you know, he saw kids do the grossest. He saw kids, like, peeing in the Legos and, like, putting the Legos in their mouth and then, like, pooping in the Legos. Just, like, just disgusting. <laughs> oh, wow. like, it was yeah. his job to, like, be like, oh, 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 no, no, no. And then he'd, like, sort of section off a portion of the Legos and throw them away and put out clean Legos. Um, but at the same time, while the children were playing in these, like, this fucking just cesspool of Legos... Um, apparently there would be pedophiles who would just come into the store and just watch the kids play with Legos. And the people Ew. running the store like knew about this, and they had a code name for the, the Lego people, and they were called ALFs, which is our adult Lego fans. <laughs> 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 and they'd be like, we got an ALF over by the, uh, you know, the Aquanauts, like, better go, better go deal with that. <laughs> wow. Be some guy who's just standing So ALF there is a code name for pedo then? Uh, in if this, they're, if only in the Lego store, yeah. Specifically in the Lego store, so like a Lego, like a Lego maniac pedophile. 
Yeah, I have uh, shopped for Legos at the Lego store as an adult, and I have found that people are not too trusting of you just by virtue of you being a lone man. Balding, too. In fact, people are quick to tell me that I look more like a sexual predator because I am balding and sleepy-looking, as though I chose to be bald. Well, that's the, that's the look is, I was going of, for or something. A lot of pedophiles, a lot of pedophiles bald? they yeah. shave their heads so that they look more like babies and are less suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Blend in at the nursery. Yeah. And one. That's pretty yeah. true. I read that on Yahoo Answers somewhere. And um, they look sleepy <laughs> because they're downloading gigs and gigs of child pornography, which isn't an actual joke. Like Max said, it's just what they do. <laughs> Ah, well, as you would guess, I've bumped into quite a few pedophiles in my travels as a worker, and um, there isn't really a profile in terms of... Oh! Oh! I didn't even think to bring up pedophiles with you, Jonathan! Oh! Brilliant! (laughs) I am actually wringing my hands right now! Let's talk about the pedophiles! You do? What? what (laughs) Oh! <laughs> we have we we've already talked about video games, right? Wait, That's why it. do you see pedophiles at your work though? Like, do uh, they? Well, you know, the psychiatric hospital is generally for people whom have uh, their their own worst enemy in some way. That's pretty much the uniting factor. Uh, the, hey, there's no. I think, yeah? I, I think they're children's worst enemy. To be fair. <laughs> Yeah, there's a case to be made for that, as with the the other criminals. Who I don't know about worst. En- I don't know about worst enemy though, because it seems to me that pedophiles are they they're enjoying it. You mean enjoying being a pedophile? Yeah, like, they must wake up this it. morning and they're like, here they we must, go. They must love it. They must like wake <laughs> up bright eyed and bound out of bed. To, like, see the latest pictures that have downloaded on their computer overnight. They must... I, I To get into that, like, to do something mm. that fucking gross, you've got to be in it for the love. You've got to have that... <laughs> you've got to have that zeal. You know, it's like a cameraman. In a, it's, it's like a television cameraman. It's like, dude, that is hard work. You've got to really love it. So to be yeah. a pedophile... Ref- any, if any pedophile came up to me and said, I don't enjoy being... A-, and if any of you are listening, write in, right? But if any of you if tell I- me that you don't enjoy being a pedophile, I'll be like, fuck off. There is no way you do that without a great big grin on your face. Well, I don't know. I mean... I would think they'd feel super guilty about it, and that's probably part of the reason why they're like... For the past five minutes, I've been trying to communicate while still being sarcastic that I don't think being pedophilic... Being being a pedophile is, like, great fun, and we should all do it. Uh, But there was no way. It seemed the more I spoke, the more I was endorsing pedophilia. Which I don't. I don't endorse it, but I think I've said it before on uh, Podside that if you can stand to be around kids for that long, you probably deserve to fuck one or two of them. Just, just, oh, just, God. just, just, dip, again. just, dip your, wow. hey, look, just dip your hand in the cookie jar once or twice. No harm done. That's no harm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if they're really young, they'll forget. It's a whole thing. God. <laughs> so anyway, as I was saying, I don't endorse pedophilia. No, you don't. Uh, I'm just really excited to talk to a man who has like hung out with them. It, it's not that exciting. I mean, it's just uh, they... 
are mad about it usually. Um, have you met Gary Glitter or not? <laughs> I have not. Have you but... met any like glam rock superstars or not? Have you met Bill Wyman? Bill Wyman. Was he a pedophile then? Probably. <laughs> I haven't met him, no. He's, no he I... was like f- doing stuff with some 13-year-old, but the parents were okay with it because it was Bill Wyman. Oh, hey, Ted, yeah. Ted Nugent did that. He, he was like, oh, hey, look at that, a 14-year-old girl. Oh, I'm going to go. And then he was like, goes to meet with their parents, and he was like, hey, I'm, I'm Ted Nugent. I'm a cat scratch fever. Uh, how about you make me the legal guardian of your daughter, and then I can marry her? <laughs> <laughs> that, that happened. That's so Hi, I'm Ted Nugent. I'm fucking your daughter. Wait a minute. Did you say you're Ted Nugent? Yes, I did. <laughs> I think that's that's kind of if like you found out that you, Ted Nugent was fucking your daughter, you'd probably be relieved that he wasn't like chasing her through the woods with a fucking compound bow in attempts to like <laughs> skin her and eat her. Oh, yeah. he's just fucking her. That's okay. He's not going to yeah, mount her and please. put her on his wall. But it's like, it's not fair, though. I mean, it's like, if you're gonna let, like, Bill Wyman or Ted Nugent fuck your daughter, you should extend the same courtesy to a fat 50-year-old in a trench coat. I'm sorry, legally, like, the law should say, okay, Bill Wyman or Ted Nugent, you can marry this 13, 14-year-old girl, but first, she's gotta have sex with Clemmy over there. (laughs) Clemmy? Clemmy with his comb-over and (laughs) bag of lollipops. So what, like, oh, like boy. being a pedophile is like being in a gang, and and you, I don't. Look, I'm saying this is. Is this there is like an initiation? If you let like, one in, no, you let it. This would be a legal in? thing. This would be a legal thing. It's like the law. As 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 a lawman, and I am a practitioner of the law. Um, as a as a lawman, like I am, I couldn't stand by and let a 14 year old girl like marry even a rock star if he's like 40 and she's like 14, 13. However, right, that's because the people involved aren't thinking about the implications. So, the parent... Oh, I burped when I talked. Ha-ha. <laughs> <It, laughs> the, the parents have to be made aware of what they're doing. Like, ignore the fact it's Bill Wyman or, or Roman Polanski or any famous guy, right? Oh, to be oh. fair, I don't think Roman Polanski got permission from the parents, but yeah. whatever. Uh, if it is a famous guy, they'll be okay because they're just thinking, oh my god, it's a famous man. So first, as a lawman, I would say, as an ombudsman, I would tell the parents, first, first your daughter is going to have to get fucked in the ass. By this 60-year-old guy with a comb-over and a neck beard. Uh, and, and like a, a Dora oh the God. Explorer tattoo on his bicep, right? <laughs> okay, and okay, I'm going to try and... With that, <laughs> and if you're cool with that, then oh she can marry Bill Wyman or Alan... Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, he was one. Or, yeah, or the, the other hey, one. So, yeah, get uh, rid of it. In an attempt to lighten the mood or at least make it revolting in a different genre, um, my friend once called me up and I, you know, I was talking and we we're just making small talk. And he's like, oh, hey, funny thing happened to me the other day. And I'm like, what was, what was that? He's like, I ran out of toilet paper. That's really not that interesting. And he's like, no, but guess what I had? I'm like, I don't know what. He's like, Dora the Explorer paper towels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How unsettling is that thought? Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> Wow. Talking about that, talking about like domestic Dora the Explorer items. This is a game I actually wanted to bring up on Pod Toys. Like for the really? 
Because on the old Podtoid, I used to come up with funny little games for people to play, like Jacob's Ladder, which I think I've talked about on the new one as well. Uh, I thought you meant a video game. Okay. No, no, no. This is a fun, practical (laughs) game for our listeners to enjoy. So they can take the fun of Podtoid wherever they go. (laughs) What you do, right, is you go into Walmart, Kroger, whatever kind of general store you have out there, right? Spend about an hour browsing in there, then go up to the counter, and it works best if you're like a... Sorry, I don't want to be excluded and sexist, but it works best if you're a grown man. Because you then go up to the checkout holding nothing but a Dora the Explorer toothbrush, and buy that, and then just catalogue... Like, try catalogue their face and write it down like the guy in L.A. Noir with a little drawing, and then just post it online and show your friends. Wouldn't they just assume you were buying one for your daughter? Huh? I would think they would just assume you were a single dad. Well, this is it. There would be a range of reactions. I'm, I want to know. Okay, right, I got, I got. If uh... you can buy a Dora the Explorer toothbrush at a Walmart just on its own, especially if you've been in there for a long time, and just see what happens, because I think there will be a mixture of reactions. Some will be fine with it. Others will be concerned. I got one. Take, take a friend. It doesn't matter who you are, what age you are. In fact, it actually it's it's probably it's probably more interesting depending on what kind of combination. If if you have a friend who's much older, let's say, um, you know, like let's go in there with maybe your 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 friend's uncle. Like go in there to a store, and you go in together, and you make sure that the clerks see you like walking in together and talking, and then you split up, <clears throat> and one person buys a bottle of lubricant. And the other person gets like a cucumber or a banana or something, but you split up and go into different checkout lines. And this is best to do when it's like like a slow day. I, I know this from experience. I did this because we um we thought it would be funny to put a um a cucumber with a condom on it covered in Vaseline in my friend's mailbox. We did that, but it was like it was weird going in there together. Why didn't you suggest that as the game? (laughs) Maybe you don't have maybe you don't have like a produce section or something. There's something shaped like a dick and something that's a lubricant, and then you know try and be try and be sly about it because you can't. That was weird, especially in a small town where everyone's like, "Oh, hey, man, I went to high school with you. I forget your name, but I know you just bought a condom and some Vaseline, or like a you know a cucumber (laughs) and some Vaseline." Wow. Yeah. This is the. That's what this episode is like. I, I guess. Episode, yeah, well, hey, kid, hey, kids! Why not put on a long coat and get to your your granddad's gun stash, and then go to school with them, and <laughs> <laughs> what? And just show your guns to your friends. They'll think you're really cool. Wow. Okay, I got one. I got one. This is something I actually did in in in, uh, in grade school. Okay. Um, I found out that. Um, Original silly putty is just flesh colored, like it's the color of. I mean, if you're if you're like a white guy like me, mm, um, yeah. but I um, I got some silly putty, and we made a really realistic looking penis out of it, <clears throat> and I sort of just suspended it from the fly of my pants and just walked up to a bunch of people on the playground. How <laughs> were you at that point? They were like, "What the fuck?" And then I grabbed it and stretched it out about three feet, and they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> They thought your scrotum was silly putty. Did they think they you were silly putty? Was your scrotum? Did you then convince them you were Mister Fantastic? Mister uh, Fantastic. Yes, yes yeah. I did. Uh, um, I don't know. It's one of those things where 
you know, it's like when you stick your, your finger out of your fly and pretend it's a penis. And it's like, and people, oh, yeah. it's at first glance, that is the scariest thing. Pork loin works too, actually. For things, <laughs> <the> things <laughs> you kept like going. Yeah. There was a pause and you thought, nope, a little bit more of this. Pork loin. You list off <laughs> things that look like penises at first glance. Everything. Sure, there's a lot of Sure, almost the world everything. world around you. Mm-hmm. They make that, the penis thing. I'd love to see like a David Attenborough show where he just talks about how everything looks like dicks. You know? No. <laughs> like he's like, here's a, here's a cactus. This, uh, if you look closely, it looks like a, a Yeti's penis. Well, you know, they won't do that because they're afraid that it will somehow make someone horny or something or that a kid will watch it. It's interesting to me. That I stuff. remember being in, I, like, that uh, giraffe has... Possibly the biggest dong I've ever seen. That would be so fun. Like that's the thing is, I think that science is so bad at making itself marketable, mm. and and marketing is really good at taking science and making it stupid. That's huh. why we have stuff like, um, oh, I don't know, Meerkat Manor. Oh, it's a reality <laughs> show about fucking meerkats, as opposed uh, to like, how about a show that's like, what does this animal's dick look like? You know, and it, it's very, I mean, it would be educational, but it would sure. be like, hey, what happens if, uh, you know, this happens? Like, what happens if you poke? Like, the crocodile hunter was onto something. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, what was know. his name again? Bill Nye? <laughs> Bill Nye, the crocodile hunter. <laughs> uh, you know, who did do a sexy show like that was uh, Isabella Rossellini. She dresses up like yeah, different. That's, they made us watch that at art school so we wouldn't um, have it get STDs. Like that was what? legitimately, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Um, <laughs> Art school, the one where, she, yeah, oh, seriously, goodness. it was, it was like everybody meet in the, you know, the common room tonight. We're gonna have a very special meeting about safe sex, and we're gonna watch this video where Isabella Rossellini dresses up like a praying mantis and then eats uh, another praying mantis's head or something. And she talks we're gonna about have yes. free condoms. And it's At just an like, art school isn't like having an STD a prerequisite. <laughs> well that's yeah. part of it they don't want to spread them around man art school man can't believe that more like happened. fart school <laughs> whoa hey wow. we should set up What's a fart school no we shouldn't set up a fart school what am i i got really excited for like three <laughs> seconds sorry. about starting up a fart school <laughs> and then realized that real life doesn't work the way i want I, it to work for hog, that because... hog farts school oh, Gas craft and queefery. Wow, queefing too. Well, yeah. you know, to me, watching a man play you a would be sport. In Hufflepuff. I'd be in Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Oh, thank you. Uh, watching men. Why not? I like Hufflepuff. It sounds like uh, Jigglypuff. Is, they're the goddamn special ed Hogwarts class. They're, they are. I like special ed people a lot. If you okay, decide, fine. have uh, fun in Hufflepuff. I'll be over I, here and fucking trust me. I will. I'm, no, more like Sniffendor. Oh, because yeah, it's, well. it's, it's all fart themed. Sniffendor, <laughs> Snifferine, and the others. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like the a Raven Ravenclaw. That's that's like a, I, I don't know. That's not a good word. For, that'd they be have, like a scary word for a fart. You know? They have fucking talons anyway, so it was wrong. That's one of those farts talons? that hurts your bottom when you fart it. Like oh, oh it's that's... a Ravenclaw. <laughs> I ate a whole bird earlier, and now the claw is stuck in my butt, and it makes my fart smell like feathers. I don't know. There was an old Saturday Night Live skit about a thing you put in your butt to make your fart smell like strawberries, and 
it wasn't that funny, but I really think they should just do that. Why I, did Why did you say it wasn't that funny? You said Saturday Night Live skit that pretty much like renders it wasn't that funny. <laughs> this was Phil Hartman era. This is years ago, and it, I thought it was funnier back then. I enjoyed the. Phil hey Hartman guys, years. I'm going to pretend to be Sean Connery, but slightly rude. Ha ha ha! Saturday Night Live, you are American comedy at its finest. Wow, that was a far okay. attack. Yeah. I, I resent that. Because <clears throat> you like Saturday Night Live. I like it. It's, SNL's okay. So I was actually watching um, the, the Roxbury guys. You know, the... Uh, what is love? Chris Kattan. Yeah, yeah, Chris Kattan, uh, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. And they'd always have the mm-hmm. special guests, and they just they would be douchebags who went clubbing. And they just do, uh-huh. like, the head bob. And they'd try and have sex with a girl, or they'd try and, like, dance with a girl. And she'd be like, okay, sure. And then they'd just fucking, like, crotch like crotch bump her with... And then they'd wind up at, like, an old folks' home. Those are, like, really... The one with Jim Carrey is kind of brilliant. Like, there's almost, like, no dialogue in it. And it's just... It's really funny. And I was watching that, and I was like, this is great. They had a show about, like... It was, like, a funny thing they did. And it was these idiots who went clubbing. And they were obnoxious, and they tried to fuck everyone. And you really hated them, but they were kind of goofy because you watched them fail. And you know it was cool because you could imagine that, that it was it was a it was a bit written by you know somewhat smart people who were like sick of those people dealing with them you know on Saturday sure. nights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now we just have the Jersey Shore where they're like, let's actually go get some of those people. <laughs> fuck fuck writing jokes or bits or you know having anybody actually portray them in a comical manner. Let's just hire a camera crew to follow them around. And that mm. is the decline of Western civilization. I'm sorry. Well, there is a thing where people. The thing is, ad- you can't. Yeah? Go, go ahead. No, you. I insist. I was going to say you can't really compare Jersey Shore with that because it's reality television. So it's like on par with real world, not like SNL or anything. I mean, it's not sketch well, comedy. It just makes Speaking me sad that it's it's um like that it exists basically. The, the whole concept of reality TV is like instead of, you know, creating something, let's take what's already there and just sort of document it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's um it's like eating raw food yeah. as opposed to cooking that, something. That's actually been my problem with nature documentaries for a long time. It's just oh wow, it's a fucking tiger. I want to know about the tiger's feelings, you lazy cunts. What happens if you put the tiger in an office? Exactly. It's like, oh look, Richard, no, I was getting David Attenborough. Oh look, he has shown a picture of a tree. Let's give him an award. Ooh, it's like conductors <laughs> in orchestras. Lazy. Whoa. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> Lazy is so funny to me. Because someone will just be doing their job as well as they possibly can, like a conductor. Hey, I mean, look, not like, look, I'm not alone in thinking a conductor is... Like, he just stands there, waves his arms about. The other people in the orchestra aren't even looking at him. They're just playing their tubers and their saxophones. And their unnecessary. Electric yeah. guitars. And they yeah. just stand there, like, waving their arms around like Michael J. Fox on speed. And then they get the applause at the end. They get to bow. And they weren't even doing anything. They're just skating off the achievements of others. They didn't write the music. They're not up there playing the viola till their fingers bleed. Conductors are lazy. I think my well, favorite video the... about oh. nature is the video of um, Stephen Fry with a bird that's trying to have sex with his hair. I haven't oh, seen I've that. seen that one. It's you pretty great. That's, that's a yeah, fun it's... comedy like partnership that's only going to go from strength to strength. It's not like mm. fucking David Attenborough just sitting on his fat ass 
just watching a cheetah hunting a wildebeest, and he's going to let the cheetah eat that wildebeest. The wildebeest is like, oh man, help me out. It's David Attenborough, star of television. He's going to help me out. He's going to look after a friend. I've made him so much fucking bank. But no, it's like, thanks for the thanks for the ten grand, wildebeest. I'm just going to watch you get eaten alive now and wank. This is why fucking public broadcasting is always doing those goddamn fundraisers because they don't know how to make interesting shit. If you had like a, like a, a personality who was watching animals and they were like, oh my god, it's a cheetah. Look at the fucking cheetah. Holy shit, that cheetah is taking off. Where's it going? Where's it going? Oh, eating the fucking wildebeest. And like, you what make it interesting. Need? You know? What, Honey what? badger don't give a shit is more popular than like, and drives animals grazing down <laughs> plains. What they need this is, is a nature documentary superhero who steps in. Who's like the That's what I want to do. That's yeah. what I want my job to be. And this guy, like, he just like drives his jeep and smashes it into the side of the cheetah. And he's like, up, fuck I... off, cheetah! I want to be a cross between Andrew WK and LeVar Burton. Like, that's my dream job. I just want to, like, I want to get drunk and look at animals. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, they say a leopard can't change its spots, but before it can eat that canoe, I'm going to change its fucking face. And then I'd give it, like, a cool makeover with some fake eyelashes so it scared the shit out of the gazelles. Wow. I just wow. think, I just think, you know, these nature document, these fat cat nature documentary makers, right, sitting in their <laughs> ivory towers have made fat cheddar off of, like, the deaths of thousands of animals, like wildebeests and gazelles and hey, antelopes. Hey, Milo and Otis, they killed, like, 50 cats making that shit. Hey. Occupy the safari park, guys. Why'd they kill all those cats? They throw a goddamn cat off a cliff, and it's pretty clearly, like, a real cat. And I don't know. I don't think they killed cats in that movie. I'm pretty sure they just landed on the little little mat down there. Nope. You see him fall in the water, and you're like, wow, man, that cat's... (laughs) That's like... there's no way you can make. I I love Milo and Otis. It's one of my favorite movies. But there's no way you can make it without hurting some animals. Yeah. And uh, you, it was. I mean, it was. It was a Japanese movie, and you know that they're like, huh? What's more important, cute shit or fresh dolphin <laughs> blood? They do that. <laughs> fucking Tim I've... Burton kills the penguin in Batman Returns. It just doesn't fucking end. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was quite a run you guys just had. That was impressive. I was impressed. I'm going to have to run this after I eat these M&Ms. <laughs> I, I love this. Email. Yeah, I just got an email from uh, the Sierra Club, and they sounds like they've canceled my subscription. So apparently I hate nature too much. Hmm. I'm just what? kidding. I'm fucking oh, okay. joking. It doesn't what? I Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. I was confused. When I think it. Sierra, I think Sierra online right away. I forgot it was even a nature thing. Oh uh, yeah. There's so many things. I'm, what Sierra Online? They made video games. I, there's so many Still? things I wanted to say to you guys in that. Speaking of Sierra, I just want to yeah. address this. Right? We're not changing. Yeah. We're not changing the intro music. We're not. We got, we got new intro music, which is from oh. a Sierra published game, Metal Arms Glitch in the System. It's mm. One of my favorite video game tracks of all time. I think it suits the show better because Skillrex or Skrillex, whatever you call him, is like far too badass for what we actually are yeah it's true so i changed it to something that is still like cool it's still a toe tapper you can still take your girlfriend down to the discotheque and jam to it but it's a bit more you know just a just a bit less 
edgy and more fun. And I'm keeping it. And fuck all y'all who like are afraid of change and don't want to like accept anything different when it's just 15 seconds of a show that goes on for far too long anyway. Just skip over it if you don't like it. I like it. It's staying. I'm not changing it. You twats, never listen again, any of you. And even if you like it, just go. I'm sick of it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that, isn't that customary to change the theme song to your show every, you know, six months or something? When it's, when it's starting to go on the downslide, yeah. I'm yeah, at, Cosby Show. I, I, Cosby. To be honest, I'm about ten episodes too late, but I'm still putting it in there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different Cosby ooh, Show riffs ooh. and jams. Ooh. Yes. Do you want to hear yes. my impression of Bill Cosby? I do. I'm Bill Cosby. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get it. What? I, I, don't think, I don't think you he, heard it, Tara. I've never heard him say that before, I though. Tara, Tara. I'm Bill Cosby. Oh, I see it now. There, there we go. She gets yeah. it. Bit slow on the uptake, but she gets it now. She gets it now. I had an idea. You did. Bill Tell Cosplay. Whoa, why hasn't that happened yet? And it would just be like, uh, you'd be different, you know, different anime characters, but you'd yeah, be wearing I... a big sweater. <laughs> There's, or you could, he's played a lot of different characters. Leonard Part 6, no, Ghost Dad, Ghost no, Dad. It's got to be, uh, I like the way Max spy. is going with this. I want to see someone about... dressed up as like char but with a jello pudding cup. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I love Char. He's great. I sort of know about him. He's got a little helmet on, right? Yeah. He has the yeah. Zaku. He, all of his shit is red. He's like, I'm such a good pilot that paint all my shit red. They're like, yeah, but that makes it really easy to see it, and you can't hide. I'm Char Aznable. Look at my helmet. I have boots and a little cape. Gundam, um, right? Yeah, yeah, Gundam. Yeah, got it. Um, funny Gundam. thing happened. So, so, um, so I don't. You guys, I didn't. When I was growing up, I didn't have my dad around. That was like the thing that happened. And um, simultaneously, my best friend had a really hot sister. And I remember I was when we we're you know when we were like teenagers I was like I was like hey hey Chris your sister's really hot and he'd be like you know every time you every time you say that I'm just gonna start making fun of you not having a dad and I'm gonna be like that's that's okay I can live with that and I hey Chris your sister's really hot and he goes hey hey what was that movie they made about you oh yeah Ghost Dad Aww. <laughs> whoa and I, I was whoa. just like well played good, one. good job nicely done <laughs> personally I'm yeah. just. I'm just relieved the story didn't end with the sister turning out to be your dad, which I was afraid of. God, that'd be weird. Could have happened, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. My that would be a great Bill Cosby vehicle. My dad is my best friend's hot sister. <laughs> I overheard a patient today saying that he traveled into his mother's vagina in order to stop. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did he say vagina? Yeah. He said, I traveled into my mother's vagina in order to stop the 9-11 trade attacks. Uh, it was the only way to give birth to my older brother. Excuse me a minute. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's a good job. People wonder why I do it. Hard fly. I gave him some nerd candies and said, tell me more. He said, oh, these are good candies. It calmed him down because he was going to try to escape. Because it's really important that he get back to that vagina and, you know, stop things that happened 10 okay. years. I'm back. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it work? Did, did his plan work? Yeah, I haven't checked the news lately. <laughs> 
<laughs> from what I know, unfortunately, uh, yeah, that all that stuff did happen. <sighs> yeah, he's all right, guy. He's got a little mustache. Oh, uh, okay. That must have tickled. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, and the vagina. Right. Yeah, that was. It was. It was <laughs> hey, a whole thing. Virginia. Hey guys. Yes. Do, did we want to talk about anything today? Um, we talked about video games almost at the start. I, I've got. We talked about video games almost. Is that? I was going to make a James Edward Olmos joke, but then I forgot his name, and so it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> but funny. imagine I made that joke and then laugh, and then it's that. It's it, it's done. Um, yeah, I have you. got to do the winners. Of- oh, that's right for the alien infestation contest. We did mm, mm-hmm. uh, last week. We have had been given got five copies of Aliens Infestation to give away, uh, along with a lenticular image of a xenomorph jumping on a marine and, and doing his thing. Uh, I got tons. I got loads of entries. So that's awesome. Uh, kind of. Because my inbox was just full of, like, just subject header, aliens haiku, aliens haiku, aliens haiku, xenomorph haiku, haiku for aliens, podtoid contest. Instantly I regretted not telling them to have a unifying subject title so that I could find all the emails five days later. But yeah, we just recently learned that with our uh, contest on the show. Yeah, and I... Even if you tell people to do that, they still won't, so it doesn't even matter. Oh yeah, as evidenced by the amount of people that sent me limericks, or full-on fucking <laughs> long, lengthy poems that could give Beowulf a run for its money. Yeah, guess what? Those get disqualified. And f- unfortunately they do, because we did, of course, ask for a haiku. Now, yeah. I do agree with uh, one guy who basically said, haikus fucking suck, have a limerick. Um, that is... I agree. I, I, I said last week I'm not a fan of the haiku, but rules is rules. So I'll just do them right quick. Uh, if I read your name out, um, reply to the email you originally sent, and give me your mailing address. I need a US shipping address so I can give it to Sega, and they can give you your stuff. So first winner is Joseph Carlino. Who his haiku sort of delves into the mind of a xenomorph. So his is penis for a head, kind of embarrassed by it. Kill all who see me, which I thought was kind of cute. <laughs> it's very cute. Yeah, uh, so that's Joseph Carlino. Uh, Brian Farris wrote drones live to surfer. What is home's ethnicity? Sweet sweet second mouth. <laughs> what? I'm gonna pretend... Sweet, sweet second mouth, I think. Yeah, right? I'm going to pretend yeah. that that last line was still about Jonathan. <laughs> wow. Eric Swishy, uh, Xenomorphs haunt dreams, they chase me through Hadley's hope, fuck I pissed the bed. <laughs> good surprise ending, that's very good. <laughs> that's Eric Swishy. Kyle Nibo uh, did... Uh, Xenomorphs burst forth Death comes upon Nostromo In space, screams not heard Which I like just because that, <laughs> There was no like grammatical sense In the last line uh, And Jake Jakubowski uh, Was actually the first one to send one in And uh, I had to go for it Because it's just <laughs> So he definitely wins uh, and that's Jack yeah. Jakubowski. So I'll just read out their names once again. Joseph Carlino, Brian Farris, Eric Swishy, Kyle Naibo, Jake Jakubowski, 
Please respond to the emails you originally sent me with your US shipping address, and I will get you those prizes. And thank you, everyone, who, who actually uh, sent stuff in. There was, Like I said, there was a ton of you, and some of them were pretty hard to sort of um, pick from. You know, there were some good ones. So, yeah, thank you. Maybe we'll do another contest, and then I won't fuck it up like I did and give people my personal email address. Oh, yeah, I was worried when you decided it's to do that. It's just my work email now just full of aliens haikus. <laughs> Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah I we, like, we're having a contest on the show right now to ask people to send in limericks for Modern Warfare 3, since we're like giving away an Xbox and a copy of the game. Maybe that's why people sent in limericks. Yeah. Mm, yeah it's uh, like, some crossover what's funny is, that, is that we said very specifically, put the, put the subject of your email as MW3 limerick. That was what we said, and they send in other things that are not that. Which is just like, just you, you don't get a free Xbox because you didn't follow the fucking directions. Like, we're not the DMV. This isn't like, oh, you need to fill out like a, you know, a fucking 1180B form. You filled out the wrong form. No, you fucking subject. You have to write a fucking limerick about modern warfare. And sorry, I'm just That's mad. That's all you gotta do. I've well, totally sent lots of emails, though, without attaching stuff. I do that constantly. That's that's one. That's different, though. That's like we've got I, no right though, because even in Destructoid's internal emails, when um, Dale or Nick before him would send an email to the staff that says, you know, who can make it to this event or this appointment? Please just reply to me. Don't reply all. And the very next reply will be a reply all from someone. <laughs> Which funny. Yeah. I, I really wish we could share more of the uh, the work emails we have because they'll just be so off topic and retarded. And then Dale will intervene and be like, this yeah. needs to stop now. And or it's like, not like there's enough of that on Podtoid, so we should definitely read those out. <laughs> I just it, it it always I always feel really guilty when like all the you know all the intern writers start like you know, they start joking around and then I join in and then Conrad comes in and just goes, Stop it right now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Conrad Dude. is a serious man. He's a he is a serious man. He's got a great sense of humor, but He's got he a great sense of humor, but it's like a knife. It's oh, like yeah, you'll you. laugh it's a funny, and then you'll funny bleed knife. from your throat and die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his I love Conrad. He is he's been doing amazing work with uh, oh, yeah. the interns and playing loads of connector games for me that I will never ever play. <laughs> I've been <laughs> mailing him stuff like all week fucking Ubisoft's Power Up Heroes and Connect Sports 2 and Puss Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have to sort it out with something awesome to make up for it. So there's things we could still talk about. What? I was interested in what you guys thought about Nintendo's uh, profits sinking. I think their stocks actually going up. Okay. I uh, the first person <laughs> I ever heard who used that term was a uh, French it's, au pair. It's a banking. It's a bank. Wait, your French au pair called, said called. There was a French au pair. She was like. Hello, are you? I'm like, good. She's like, my friend says, I am the condomster. I'm like, what? 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 My friend says, we do this. And then she starts, like, making all these sexual motions, you know, like moving the tongue inside of the mouth while putting the, the hand near the mouth. As, wait, as wait, 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 wait. Okay, first of all, was she, was she cute? Not really. Oh boy, she wasn't like the revolting. She did really good, um, like cartwheels and handstands. This is the same one we'd go to uh, McDonald's and she'd be like, "One large cock." 
I'd like to see a French fry and a large cock, please. <laughs> adorable. Always a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked her a lot. But yeah, she suddenly started talking about how uh, she's a cum dumpster. Just, you know, in that <laughs> whole conversation. Like, okay, is that fun? She's like, oh, yes, it's very good. And she suddenly started talking like that, which is a little different accent. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Anyway, I'm sorry, Max. I totally uh, uh, hijacked your story. What were you going to talk about? Do you think it's a cum dumpster? I was that... totally trying to derail that story, so thanks for going <laughs> along with it. I helped you then. I thought I hurt you. I helped you. I'll tell you my first thought about Nintendo's profits going down. Uh, Way down. Way down. Way down, son. Uh, Iwata came out, and he had some splaining to do. So he he went to his shareholders, and he splained. And he was told um, today that it came out that he was like, we've got games, but we're holding on to them. Because we don't want to release everything at once, which is fair comment. You know, it sounds like Luigi's Mansion and Kid Icarus are ready to go, and right. they're not doing it till next year because they've got Mario Kart Seven and, and Mario 3D Land coming out, um, which of course doesn't explain the several months before December where nothing came out at all, and mm. Nintendo mm. of America in particular wouldn't bring out games that are already localized at all. For the Wii, you mean? For the Wii as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And for the 3DS, when he said, like, he had acknowledged that there wasn't enough games coming out, and he was like, well, balancing is really hard, and, you know, we should have had a thorough backup plan. And it's like, it's great that Nintendo is, they, they, they're really good at showing humility when they should. Mm-hmm. But when he said we should have had a thorough backup plan, all I could think about was, what is the fucking eShop? If not a fucking backup. Like, wouldn't it be great if we had a library of classic handheld games and a digital distributor <laughs> platform? Right. I'm just going to power through that. Yeah. And a digital dinosaur, for the last dinosaur platform <laughs> from which we can sell these games. It's like, we, if only we had, like, award-winning franchises like Mario and The Legend of Zelda and, like, games that they were on, like NES or Game Boy and things like that, and, and we could put them on the internet and people would buy them so they could have something to do with their 3DS while they wait until December. But we don't have one. <laughs> That's Didn't they the say? And their thing about the eShop they're excited about wasn't necessarily actually putting all their legacy games on there. Was that you can buy eShop games from your smartphone or your PC now, therefore encouraging you to not touch your 3DS even it's more great. and go on to yeah. platforms that have uh, cheaper, more readily available games? Uh, I can, the backwards logic of it just. I like, want them to do. I basically want them to advertise that on TV with the tagline Nintendo 3DS, offering you more ways to not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was sad about that. It's a cool idea, but it's just it's it it speaks to their lack of understanding of the the consumer's interests right now when it comes to their their yeah. product. Where yeah, am I, Game Gear guy? I think they're in like a safe room, and they're just—they don't have any connection to what's going on outside, and they're just pretty much just guessing about how things are going. Well, it's weird because they've taken risks in the past, and everyone thought they were nuts, and then they—they they paid off. So they've got this confidence about their instincts, 
and it's just not working right now for them at all. Uh, and it, well, and more so, they just—I can't believe they just let no Wii games came out come out at all this year. How many? What three? Nintendo games, yeah. Nintendo published Wii games came out this year. It was fucking stupid, and they yeah. they they're content to sit back and blame it on the Wii U, but the Wii U isn't a guaranteed success, guys. It's not. You know why? Because they're fucking redesigning the goddamn thing. Yeah, they're well, redesigning it's... it. Well, they're like, oh, that big thing we revealed, it wasn't done. We got a different. It's the same, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah, I wonder. They, how might, they might look exactly the same and just have some technical tweaking, but like. Sure. They really, they they just they like to show things off before they're finished, and in some cases release them before they're finished. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, they're excited about getting their stuff yeah. out there. But... I mean, you can't, you can't. That's it. You can't have a year where you're doing nothing and then pin it all on a new console coming out. That's ridiculous. It's yeah. like you know we're all everyone's thinking about the 360 and the well the new Xbox and the new PlayStation being announced next year, but they've not stopped. The consoles haven't like the new current ones we have haven't stopped. Sure. But we more or less stopped. And yes, this we've year, got yeah. stuff coming out now after well, the financials. Not what, a lot. Two games. Sure. Kirby and Zelda. And yep. And I almost said something about Zelda then, and I'm not going to. I'm going to wait till I can say it. Um, but I've got some things to say about that. But, um, you know, it's not enough. And you can't, especially Nintendo of America, like, that's where the, the sales drop the hardest. And I yeah. get it. Like, I don't think Xenoblade would turn Nintendo's fortunes, like, 180 degrees. Sure. But having a product on the shelf is better than having nothing. And that's what the Wii has had. And that's how the Wii's going to go out now with this little whimper this nothing it's that's how it seems and that's not well, how you build, and that's not how you build interest in your company it's like you've got oh. the wii u coming out but in the meantime nintendo still got to be in people's brains and exactly they've, they've had no reason to be in people's brains if i was if i was coming out with a new console i would make sure a buttfuck ton of new games were coming out on the old console so people can think, holy shit, I'm really enjoying this Wii. I can't wait to see what they do with the next one. It's going to be even more amazing. But now it's like people have had no reason to touch their Wii, so it's like a ha-ha penis, whatever. And now I, I'm not excited <laughs> about the Wii U like I was. because Yeah, Nintendo, your interest has gone down a lot. Nintendo is mm -hmm. in my brain right now. Mm -hmm. It's interesting it's because it seems totally non-intuitive that they would be making new games for a console that's going to be, you know, phased out, basically. Well, so a lot of these years. games are already done. I mean, Rhythm Heaven Wii is done. I have it. Last, play, uh, Last Story is done. Uh, Xenoblade is done. Pandora's Tower is done. All those games could have just come out this year. Um, I see. And some of them, I think, actually would have sold pretty well. Um, not really well, but at least, you know, half a million, close to a million. But Nintendo of America is like, doesn't think that's even worth their time. But what they're missing out on is, in the future, I don't think anyone uh, is going to make any money off selling video games and, unless not only do they make good video games, but they uh, have an audience that cares about them, like feels connected to them. I think I've said that before. Like, we're all just going to be able to pirate everything within, like... I mean, we can do that now, but it's going to be even easier in five years. So people are only going to bother spending money on things if they actually like the people that are making the thing 
that they're buying. That's why Minecraft sold so well, and that's why the Humble Indie Bundle sells so well on PC, and that's why like every Valve product sells so well, because people actually they like those guys. Well, people don't mind yeah. giving their money to companies that they know aren't evil and will do something, you know, yeah, use it to make better games. I, I, I see what Holmes said, that Nintendo lost a lot of goodwill. What it exactly lost exactly. a lot of goodwill, lost a lot of faith, and it's like I'm not surprised that North America saw the biggest losses for Nintendo because at least Europe and Japan had some products on the shelves. And no, mm-hmm. I mean they still lost money in those territories, but they didn't lose as much because at least they were selling something, which is better than selling fuck all. It's 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 this little thing I know about called business. Like sell a thing to make yeah, a money. Sell a, yeah, sell sell a thing to to have sold a thing. <laughs> if you want to sell something, sell something. That's that's a bit of logic that Nintendo can take home and keep in its pocket, and they can have that for free. So. I think it, what really worries me is that they somehow thought that oh well, if we release. Uh, last story on the Wii, then that's going to take away attention from the 3DS because we'd rather have people buying Steel Diver right now. <laughs> Steel Diver is our hot, hot marquee product right now. I, uh, oh, I really hope that's not where their brains are at. Yes. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's like, and I'm, I've, I've had discussions with Nick Chester about this about um, whether or not. Xenoblade would have made any sort of difference, but it's like it's sold pretty decently in Europe, as far as I could tell. It's like it's sold out for a month. And there yeah. you go. And and I, I look at games like Demon Souls as the gold standard when it comes to producing less mainstream games. Only produce to supply. That's mm. what they did with Demon Souls, and it was a huge success. No, it didn't make millions of dollars, but because they produced it wisely, it was still a success on its own. Like humble level and that's what you do with something like xenoblade is you make a limited run when they sell out if they sell out you make more and that's Mm, mm -hmm. and 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 i refuse to believe nintendo doesn't grasp that they are basically the kings of undersupply well the thing that pains me about them is uh i get the sense that they believe they're going to look like a better bigger better company if they don't even bother with those kinds of smaller games which is not how nintendo japan works at all nintendo japan puts out fatal frame 4 and captain rainbow and whatever they just keep putting out games as long as they uh, are passionate about them even if they're not going to be big but nintendo of america i just get the sense that unless beyonce is advertising it or it's going to sell 10 million copies they think it's going to like make them look like they've lost it unless their games are always big which is painful. Yeah. That's not who they used to be, and that's not who I uh, want them to be going forward. I really hope that doesn't happen. To be honest, oh, I, I'm beginning yeah. to think Reggie needs to f hit off. the road. It's like I well, like, yeah. I like Reggie as a personality. I think he's mm. like, he's fun to watch, and and mm-hmm. he looks like he is made out of meatballs, which is amusing <laughs> to me. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. I have a feeling a water is eventually not before too long is going to get forced to step down and i almost think it shouldn't be him taking the fall for like other people's mistakes yeah yeah especially given that it's been in like you said earlier the the americas where the the real beating has gone down uh from what i can tell <sighs> so that's nintendo uh did you guys want to talk about Jim, did you want to tell me about Sonic Generations? I read your review, but is there anything you didn't get to write in there that you wanted to tell us about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide whether it's, I want to get it or it's, not. It, it's good fun. It's 
It is good fun. It's surprising. But even the best Sonic games, I'm not totally in love with. Well, then like, don't the buy best... it. But I want to like Sonic. I do. It's well, you like... can't. I mean, I, it's... I, look, it's the thing. It's like, I'm a guy who wasn't a big... I've never been a big fan of the 3D modern Sonic levels. But mm-hmm. the ones in this, apart from some of the, the final stages, I loved. I really liked it. So maybe if it... I mean, if... When was yeah. the last Sonic game you played? It's weird. I've always preferred Knights to Sonic. Um, I like the simplicity of Sonic in general, but after Sonic 2, the level design just seemed to get less and less interesting to me. So have you not like... played the, the, the modern stuff? Uh, I played Sonic Colors. I played Sonic and the Secret Rings. I played a little bit of Sonic Unleashed. I bought it, and then I played it for a little while. and I was like, eh, it's okay. Nice. It's just uh, it's they're very... Uh, so you didn't like Sonic 3? Sonic 3? It was okay. I, I like Sonic 3 second best. It's like Sonic 2, 3, Knuckles, and then 1. And then... Why are you so sad about them? me not liking Sonic 3? Seven rings so in hand. Sonic is running really fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was such a bad journalist when he we went to that so Sonic blue. <laughs> He is running okay. really fast with his red shoes. Here comes Segman, run and hide, Sonic. Chase your rainbows, don't give up. Your friends are here. Friendship uh-huh. will save you. <laughs> hey. Yes. Hey. Um, yes. yes. So I read, uh, I think you guys were on Twitter talking about Gex or something. And I was uh, bored. And I was I on the train. Me and Mega Strike were, yeah. Me and Tony. That was Pons. it, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like you call him Mega Strike, not yeah, Tony. That's Pons. how I know him. Well, that's Tony Pons. Tony Pons. Ponsic Pons. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was like bored on the train. I was like, I don't know a damn. Th- or he said it was a D-list voice actor. I forget who it was. He did the voice of Gex. But I was Dana like, something. a D-list yeah. voice actor. They got Leslie Phillips to do the fucking voice of Gex. I but, thought it was Dana. Something. I mean, D-list, D-list comedian or something. Yeah. Uh. Hang on, which Gex is this? Because the Gex I remember was voiced by Leslie Phillips, a very well-respected British actor. I, this was... Uh, yeah, in the, in the Americas, I think it was a different voice actor, Jim. really doesn't matter. The point of my story is I went to the Wikipedia page and I read the entire article about Gex. And Gex has, like, the most fucked-up backstory possible. <laughs> like, straight up, it's like, yeah, so Gex grew up with his family in Hawaii... His he had a mother and a and two two you know brother and sister and his father worked for the the space program. Then his father died, and the whole family moved to Los Angeles. And Gex got really depressed and just started watching TV all the time. And his mom told him he was watching too many TV too much TV, so he ran away. And then all of a sudden he inherited a whole bunch of money, and then he bought a giant he bought the world's biggest TV, and then got sucked into the TV. Like someone that was like, let's try. Right. Let's write that. Like, that, let's have that much backstory. For I miss. I miss when video games had that though. Those just yeah. really convoluted, stupid backstories. It's like finding that. out that Crash Bandicoot's like a recovering alcoholic, and that he's <laughs> in custody of his kids, or that you know Mario is under like the chemical castration program. Like, it's it has nothing to fucking do. Like, wow, the idea of like Gex being like a fucking homeless child in the streets of L.A. That's fucking depressing. 
the giant. And then TV. it's like, oh yeah, but never mind. That has no fucking effect on anything. Let's have him just have a giant TV, and then you know he has to fight the TV people or something. Yeah, it was back in those days when it's like the story didn't really factor into the game, but they needed to fill pages on the manual, so they just wrote whatever in the manual. I mean, that's how they. Yeah. That's how Sonic's backstory happened on the Mega. Sorry, the Genesis games. Uh, that's going to annoy the British listeners. Uh, it's called a Genesis, idiot. Get with the program, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like Sega of America wrote that whole stuff about Mobius and Doctor Robotnik turning evil from uh, being good and all this shit. Uh, I don't even know that. Yeah, and in Japan, it's always been set on Earth, and he's always been called Doctor Eggman and all this stuff. And um, yeah, but but Sega America came up with this whole backstory that most of the American kids know. And now that when they see the modern Sonic set on Earth and fighting Doctor Eggman, they think that's a travesty of justice. Of, <laughs> of uh, it's actually not. Uh, although that said, I prefer Doctor Robotnik to Egg- Eggman because yeah, it's just got a better ring to it. Uh, yeah, game. video game. They actually the reference that in Sonic Generations. They have what the Robotnik Eggman split. They've got a Doctor Eggman and a Doctor Robotnik in it, like two versions. Oh, like uh, like um, uh, Modern Sonic and Classic Sonic. Yeah, and I just oh, realized cool. I just realized that was kind of a big spoiler. Uh, yeah, it was. Oof. I might have to beat that out. Oh, uh, I don't think you should. Come on, the game's <laughs> already out. We're on the internet. What are Sonic price. fans gonna get mad at you? But either way, like old school tales calls. Um, Eggman Robotnik, and then he's like, nobody calls me that anymore. Which I oh, is there classic tales and modern tales too? Yeah, that's not a spoiler. That was known, so I can say. Oh, it. I didn't know that. No, that's cool. Uh, uh, yeah, in the in the olden days, there's my metaphor. Video game stories used to be like British television or or, or cartoons. It didn't matter. It wasn't going to make you any money either way, whether the story was good or not. Because British television's like non-profit, right? It's like government thing. It's, it's like government cheat. It's yeah, it, it's publicly funded. Um, yeah, so they can just put whatever yeah. they want on there. It's fine. Uh, and I prefer stories like that because people will take the true risks if they're not trying to think about making the money. And, and really be themselves, too. Not not think about what's marketable. Like uh, Richard Attenborough. He's just doing his thing. He doesn't care about making no money. He wants That's to David. Look at that tiger. David, he, Richard. He cares. He, he sits there on his what a fat gorgonzola watching... <laughs> Eels get strangled by crabs. Profiting. <laughs> Did that happen? Death. That sounds like a cool show. That's <laughs> like a, a good fucking episode, yeah. crab strangle versus or fight. Crab I, monster. I don't yeah. know if a crab has ever strangled an eel. I don't want to implicate anyone. Um, but Dana Gould did the voice of Gex. I'm sure everyone's That's been wondering. Right. Uh, and he stayed as the voice of Gex in North America, whereas in the sequel in Europe, Leslie Phillips took over for the first sequel. And then the next one was Danny John Jules, otherwise known as the cat in Red Dwarf. <laughs> so there's oh, your wow, facts. Man. You know your facts all right. Yeah. Do you remember the old storylines of G.I. Joe? Like when the when there was the wiper? Didn't Cobra, the di- didn't Cobra do evil things? And then they stopped. Yeah, playing. yeah. They had a rock band called Cold Slither. Uh, they just wrote whatever they wanted back then, and kids would watch it because, like, oh, the colors are on. Oh, and the lasers and the explosions. I like it when, when they were like... I want that back. When, yeah? when Cobra was like, they're trying to destroy America. They're trying to fuck up everything, you know. And they're trying to really just... They, they, they're just evil. They're, they're an mm. evil organization. That's what they're there for. Yeah. And then there's that episode where... Oh no! There were drug dealers, and Cobra and GI Joe teamed up against the drug dealers because God knows this is even worse. Evil. I love it when they do that. 
Remember in the 1980s when Ronald Reagan arrested all the drugs and put them in jail and then we haven't had any crimes <laughs> since then? I had that a dream the other night that I was... All a- the terror. We had to go in war with the terror. Sorry. Yeah, that's a new thing. I had a like dream a the other night that I was a big robot fighting Cobra Commander. That sounds really, really fun. He was like, I'm going to get you! And I'm like, well, I'm a big robot. And then I punched all the different Cobra troops. And he was like, ah! Cobra! I had, a, I had a dream that I went to the store to buy antidepressants, but then I got home and I looked at the bottle and it just said antidepressants. <laughs> I was like, huh. Well, that's weird. And then I found out that I had ants and I started spraying these antidepressants everywhere. And the ants just got so depressed that they stopped moving and died. Like it Whoa. wasn't like they, they died out. They just they got they were they weren't smart enough to be depressed, so they just stopped doing anything. They just like stopped that's where they like were. Depression. Sure, it was weird. Yeah, and you're but getting yeah, I mean, seasonal uh, depression is sinking in for you. I know. Yeah, it but, happens to me. It sucks. It's really shitty. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry some people happening. are some people do that thing, and they're like, they're like depression's just in your head. And it's like, yeah, well. No, so is How do you know? So is having <laughs> well, a fucking brain tumor. What's your point? You know, um, yeah, it's, yeah. People, it's just a weird thing where, like, I, you know, I won't, I won't want to do anything. And I was thinking, like, for me, like, I'll be like, I still have to eat and you know sleep, and I realize I have to go to go to work and do stuff, and like, I, I force myself to do things. But let's say ants got depressed, but they weren't like smart enough to do that, or like you managed to depress the entire hive mind, so they just would like just stop where the, where they were and just not move. Like they would yeah, just, that's what antidepressants would do. It would be a that, good, um, the, good ant killer. Sure, just yeah, it would be a really feel, weird kind. Of, but then they like wouldn't. Point. Then they would stop making delicious ant honey. I've never had delicious ant honey. But is that a real thing? It's jelly. brilliant. And ant it honey is ant honey is like the best thing ever. That's not a real thing. You just made that up. Fuck off! If you ever had <laughs> ant honey or not, he hasn't. She has no, because it doesn't exist. What do you mean it doesn't exist? <laughs> Well, let's settle this. Where do you get it, Jim? So I can go get some tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I get it from Kroger, but you uh, you don't have Kroger. Well, I mean, what's the equivalent of that out there? I uh, mean, it's like a grocery store. It's like Walmart, but better food. Can I go to Walmart and get it or Target? No, you wouldn't get it, honey, at Walmart. No, that's too bad. You know, I, mm. I some people call them ants. I call them floor bees because <laughs> they're always making ant honey. Yeah, uh, that's fun. I can't believe I'm going to. Tara, how come you've never heard of ant honey? I've never hey, heard of it either. I swear to God, I had no idea that existed. What does it taste like? I don't know. I made it up. I do this to my my wife all the time. It's like I'll just say something, but I say it with such convic- conviction, and it's so yeah, it's so 100%. stupid. Nobody would with a brain should make it up. So I'll tell her, like, you know, hey, Mickey, you're so funny, you're so funny, you'll blow my mind, we'll come on the radio, and I'll tell her that that was written about Mickey Rourke, and I'll say it with such conviction, you know, she'd be silly not to believe me. Yeah. yeah, I googled Ant Honey, and there's apparently some, like, I guess R&B artist named Anthony, but spelled like Ant Honey as one word. That's Anthony Birch. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be. I want to go to. Uh, I'm out of his MySpace right now. He's he has a song that's called "Would If I Could," except it's spelled "Wud W U D." If I could see you, D. What if I cut? If I cut? Is he a cow? 
<laughs> I was I actually uh, thought it would be word spelled W O O T and it would be about male performance anxiety. Oh, that would be a good one actually. Yeah, that would be a good good yeah, plan. That would be good. Yeah, it'd be like the dicker picker up. I would if I could. My dick is floppy. R and B sounds. <laughs> I have That's an idea. Awesome. What if you uh, what if you made a thing that was like gum, but it was made of like meat? It was like a mixture of beef jerky and chewing tobacco, and you just called it like man could. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty popular, at least initially. It sounds like Bourbon chewing tobacco. Man could. Sure, people love just putting something in their mouth and being like, it's in there. Now I'm chewing it. I I smoke cigarettes on and off, and I feel guilty about it, but one thing I could never get behind was just was, guilty. Was chewing to... Because it's so horrible. It's the worst thing. You're not thing. doing anybody to anyone but yourself. There's no guilt. I, I mean, know. I feel guilty about regret, it. Maybe regret? Yes, I feel, I feel guilty for people who care about me, you know, and they're like, they don't want to oh. see me do... You know? Um, sure. Oh, that's different. Because I'm reckless and stupid, and the stuff I do on my own, there's that's one thing. But that's like you know, it's stupid. Don't don't smoke cigarettes. You are. Fun. You should take um, better care of your body. And these M and M's are delicious. Yeah, I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking the Mountain Dew Throwback right now, which is made with real sugar instead of that you know that awful corn sugar. Yeah. So I don't know. They stopped of, it. What? It has a hillbilly yeah. on the bottle. Um, oh, I've seen that. I didn't drink it, yeah. but I saw it. I'm oh, drinking cool. Pepsi Slurm made with real ant honey. <laughs> so believed ant honey was a thing like they took the larva and like added uh, confectionery sugar or something and mushed it up people do things Jim I forgot I forgot to ask permission you knew I was using an image of you in the latest talking to women about video games but has anyone had any alligator milk or not <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to actually ask you if this is okay, okay. I, I, I explored your creative process Jim what? Sterling I explored your creative process uh, in the. Oh, art so of that's writing. why the arsehole is sore. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> and uh, I, I said that I knew with certainty, even though I didn't, because I didn't bother to ask you first, because I just made it up as I went along, that you, uh, because you've interacted with so many art game snobs, that's why you were able to so accurately satirize them with uh, Virgilio Armando. Is that his name, Armandio? Armandielio. What's his last name again? Um, Armandio. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, I haven't I mean, really interacted with them. Unless pointing and laughing is a form of interaction. <laughs> well, you've explored their way of thinking and, and, and exchanged uh, ideas with them. I've seen you do it. I've seen you do this. Right? I had, an, argu- I had an argument with Patrick Klepek on Twitter once. <laughs> Yeah, and the uh, Jason Roher, you had an exchange with him, and then he wore a scarf. That was cute. Oh, no, that was um, Rod Humble. Oh, I mixed those two up. He was, Sorry, he's guys. actually awesome. Um, yeah, you know, I've, been, he, I've, 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 I've certainly studied their methods and their culture mm. and their, their ways. <laughs> right, and and that, that study did involve some interaction, because the whole point of my new uh, thing is... Um, telling people, <laughs> telling people to just not be like them. Like, don't be like you. Be like me. That doesn't add to to very good discussion. It doesn't teach you anything either. It's really boring. People just don't like people being different than them, and tell them to stop. Unless they're sense. Elder Scrolls fans, then you're not allowed to be like them at all. <laughs> 
I think some of them are really good, the Elder Scrolls fans. I'm very interested. I've been interested in you guys, even though you're different from me and you're interested in that game in a way that I'm not. I've been more interested in understanding why you want to play that game than actually playing the game. And that remains true. I think that's a very interesting thing. Wait, what? What's so so hard to understand, though, about why people would want to play it? Uh, It's like a lot of things. I don't understand why people want to watch baseball. It's like, why are you just watching the guys... Well, baseball's boring. So. Right, and Elder Scrolls is like, oh, I'm walking, oh, I fell down, oh, I killed I, a thing, oh, now uh, I'm in a cave. Like, what, what I like I about it, it's, you know how you, you know how you talked about in, in Dragon, what is it, Dragon, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. where you're like, we just mm-hmm. walk around and there's like, you're just out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, you're like exploring, it's like that, you're exploring. Um, I like that about, time, yeah, that was, yeah. You kind of get to use your imagination in the game. I mean, it's okay. it's the closest you're going to have to an MMO without actually being online with a bunch of fucking idiots running around. Um, so it's the freedom and exploration of an MMO without actually having... It's like a lonely MMO. Uh, MMO only. MMO yeah, only. it's like that, but there's also there's a story in there. I mean, it's like being in Lord of the Rings, and you can go and do the whole, oh, we have to go fight Sauron, we have to go do this. And if you don't feel like that, then you can be like, oh, I think I'm going to become a farmer you know or like i'm gonna i'm just gonna sit here and make swords all day you know maybe maybe you're scared of monsters and you don't want to go fight them so instead you decide to cook you want to be a cook you know it's it's a role-playing game like you you can play whatever role you want really if you want to be the guy who jumps up on tables while families are eating dinner and runs back and forth on the table and knocks over all their food while they're eating it you can be that guy and believe me i have been that guy it's really funny (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine you would be that guy. Yeah, huh? So it's a place you can just be who you want to be, and fight werewolves. It's a place where right. everyone knows your name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, I get, I don't... you know how they don't have gay marriage in real life? Well, they do in Skyrim. <laughs> there has never been gay marriage in real life. Video games did it first. Yeah, that's I don't. True. I don't even know how to. I've been trying to like do marriage, and I don't know how. It's. Is there a... I guess you can't... I mean, you can... Have you done it yet, Max? In Skyrim you're talking, or real life? No, real no. life. And what, what, does, what does it look like when, when a girl, like, takes off her, like, underpants? <laughs> does she have, like, like a dinkus, like I do, or not? What's it I, like? I yeah, they have, no one's modded that yet. That's going to be, like, the first thing that gets modded is someone's going to be like, oh... I'm talking about real life. I've never seen oh, one. Real life? I've never seen. I've never seen a lady's it's, baby it's back wild. portion. <laughs> I giggled. Oh dear. Yeah. You were you were asking about the game though. But then, in all seriousness, it's like I know you can get married. I've been playing the game for like thirty hours, and I haven't cracked that case yet. That's kind of what's exciting. You played about it playing that long? Thirty hours? There's yeah. No, uh... I'm a professional reviews editor for Destructoid.com. Yeah, it's just so many hours. I know what I'm doing. I got it oh, yesterday. I've probably put in maybe maybe eight hours. Whoa. Is, I put six it's... hours into Skyward Sword before I mailed it to you. Oh, how'd you like it? I'm not at liberty to say. Oh, come on. You can use a word or a sound. Make a sound. You can't be quoted on that. Motion plus. That's what I'm going to say with that, oh, tone yeah. of, with that tone of voice. And you did send it to me, didn't you? Hmm. I think intriguing. you're probably going to love it. Probably. I liked uh, I like the demos, okay. I know what yeah, you're like. I know what you're like. 
You were right about that guy, though. I can talk about that because that's public. You were right about the creeper, dude. What about him? The licky-faced awesome. demon, dude. He is he's pretty so good. Yeah, the, the next talking to women about video games might be about him, because I think he's important. He's worth talking about. Yeah, the, the long purple tongue. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. And I heard that he's got a female counter- counterpart... Who's like Ooh, a, yeah. a female? Did you just say a female counterpart? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, no, there's like a butch badass uh, female heroine in the game who's got like a long neck and she beats people down. So I'm looking forward to that. That's what I've heard anyway. She beats up that purple tongue guy. And that's my story. Uh, yeah, is it questions time? We've we been at it for a little while. No, we ain't got no questions. We haven't got any questions. Oh yeah, you again, I it's I've I've not stopped them, but at the moment I I don't even have time to do a shitty little questions post. That's how like I don't have time to, to be. Them? Oh, you can if you I'll want. Start, yeah, I'm I mean, doing it's just, it. yeah. I don't I don't even have time to be doing this, <laughs> but I'm doing right. yeah, it because I, I love it and I, I you know I like doing Podtoid. Um, but yeah, it's God, it's crazy out here. It's, oh, yeah, God, yeah. oh, I work so hard, I'm like a New York fireman. <laughs> <laughs> well, just until, what, December? That's I, am the nine, I am the 9-11 first responder of video games. I hope everybody, like, understands that and gives me free health care as well. Yeah, they should. Yeah. So it's too late for questions. I'm asking on Twitter, but nobody's asking anything. Yeah, it's, I mean, I can hang around for a little bit more. I, I know Max has got stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. You gotta do stuff, Max? Yeah, yeah he's gonna play Skyrim. I want an actual fucking helmet. I'm really mad, because I have friends who are blacksmiths, and I want them to make me a Dovahkin helmet, because this stupid hat isn't doing it for me. <laughs> I really want an actual helmet. Like, I have an actual sword, but you can't do anything with an actual sword while you're playing a video game. You just kind of look at it, or put your foot next to it. I want an actual helmet to wear. Like, I love my gunner glasses for playing, like, high-tech games, but I want a fucking helmet to play Skyrim in. It's fucking stupid that I don't have a goddamn helmet. Anyway. To play the video game? <laughs> I just, like, I just want to do that. Like, like, you know when you build a box for it, it's more fun if you're dressed up like something? <laughs> God. I, I think I so. Yeah. Like, when, when you're, like, a little kid, you're like, oh, man, I'm having fun. Like, or, like, you know, oh, the Lone Ranger's on. I'm going to go put on my cowboy hat and sit in front of the TV, like, two feet away from it. That's me with Skyrim. I want an actual fucking helmet cast from fucking iron and forged with fucking goddamn bighorn goat horns on the side of it. And I want actual blood that I put on it for Damn no reason. Right. And I, I want to wear that. I want a choir. I want a Scandinavian choir behind me going, ho, 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 have you been playing Skyrim with, um, with big, big, uh, big ear fucking headphones on? No, I've got my little surround soundy dandy coming. Oh my god, I have I have the uh, the Astro A40s on, and it's um, there have been a few times when I've just gone. Ah! The music it's, is it's fucking really, inspiring. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I probably. I really shouldn't be saying half the things I'm saying. Probably. And I haven't gone too far beyond anything that's in a preview. It's all anything right. we've said, we could have said in the preview. So. Yeah. So shut up, oh, Pete right. Hines at Bethesda, who's not <laughs> even <laughs> listening because he's too big for this. <laughs> is, is, is that supposed to be Pete Hines? No, that's Pete the Hines? Skyrim noises. Oh, I, like, I thought you was... I need like 15 other Swedish dudes standing behind me going... I love that when you... Every time you level up... This just makes... Like, I, I want to... 
I want to go to Scandinavia now. I fuck it. I'll just go to IKEA, and I'm just gonna go up to the different furniture and just be like, "Book show, desk, desk chair." I don't know. They should make an official, like, a licensed Skyrim line of of like you know crazy medieval furniture at IKEA. And it would be horribly expensive, and I'd be like, "Oh, I want that. I want it." And then you'd take it home, and you'd have to be like a higher level of you know, craftsmanship to build it. <laughs> yeah, how how, anyway. how popular, how much do you guys think that game's going to sell? Is it sell a lot of copies? A, a Skyrim? Billion? Mm, a billion? It will sell I'm all actually, the, I'm really all curious. Yeah, yeah, it will sell all Because it seems like there's a lot of people who like it a lot, but maybe not as many... I, I can't see it doing like 10 million though, you think? No, people, it won't no I mean Call of Duty does It's not Call of Duty. It's not... The people who are going to buy it are going to buy it and they're not going to play anything else. Right, so they're just done. Well, the with, thing is, with... I, I thought about this the other day. It's like when I was faced with the possibility of playing Skyward Sword and Skyrim and Saints Row the Third all at once, um, which... I was debating yesterday whether I could do that, and then I realised no, I can't. And then I, I, I mailed. Uh, I had to pick one to sacrifice, and it was Skyward Sword because I know Jonathan Holmes will get a lot more out of that than I would playing three games at once. But the point yeah. is, is you've got those three games coming out really close to each other: Skyward Sword, Skyrim, and Saints Row the Third. And these are all games that typically. When you play games like that, you aren't planning to play or really do anything else for the next five weeks. And they've yeah. really come out at once, and ideally those games could sell to the same type of gamer. I mean, I'll use mm. myself as a blueprint. I love Zelda, I love Saints Row, I love Elder Scrolls. All three of those games appeal to me, but all at once? I mean, two I'm going to be able to manage, but all three of those, I I think like the consumers... Um, I think, well, like me, the consumers are going to have to make that sacrifice, and yeah. and it's going to be interesting yeah. to see which ones are, co- you know, who makes my, the cut. My birthday mm-hmm. is on Saturday, and um, Tara and I are splitting up. There, we're sharing Skyrim for uh, for the show because we're going to do a thing on it uh, next week. Um, and we were talking about it. And I, I was just like, I if I have Skyrim this weekend, I will be so unhappy because. If I'm playing Skyrim, I'll be mad that I'm not out doing birthday stuff, and if I'm out doing birthday stuff, I'll be mad that I'm not at home playing Skyrim. So I'm just <laughs> so you I lose no matter what. First part of the week. Yeah, yeah but it is—it's crazy they it, brought out these three really yeah. long investments at the same time. That's that's unheard of. I'm kind of I'm I want Saints Row so badly, but I'm kind of dreading it just because it's 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 kind of a Sophie's Choice situation, you know. And switching between them is not going to be easy either. <laughs> I'm gonna have to switch from Jägermeister to Old I'm just I'm just picturing Scoville's choice, a really dramatic trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to party down with my homies. <laughs> and you've just got this. Wanna... <laughs> you've just got this German guy saying, "You can only play one." <laughs> I would watch that movie. Yeah, now, we, I've got a bunch of questions now. If you guys want to do them. You want to do them Boy, real quick? Do you want to yeah. do like five let's or so? Some, let's do some fucking questions, bitch. From uh, Tara Longgif. It's not a question, but a request. Oh, I want more Tara in my pod toid. Tell them fools to shut their pie holes for two seconds. Speak up, girl. <laughs> Why did you say that like all up and down like the G-Man from Half-Life? <laughs> I don't know. Tell don't, those two fools to... <laughs> Close their pie holes, Mr. Freeman. 
<laughs> he is a good character. He's an awesome character, yeah. But yeah. Um, sorry, our pie holes are open while Tara should be uh, speaking. It's funny because we really do have pie holes because of all the pies that we're going to be <laughs> eating the... in Skyrim. Damn right, pie rim. Mm. Pie. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, the master pie. glitch. The elder oh. rolls. Mm, more savory baked products. <laughs> I am incredibly hungry right now. So. <laughs> working for me. Uh, Master Glitch asks on Twitter, is Master Glitch, if you could high-five any video game character, who would it be and why? That's a tough one. High-five? High-five, yeah. You know, give a greeting, uh, a celebratory, congratulatory perhaps greeting to, to a video game character. That's kind of dumb. I high-five, like, I've high-fived, I don't I haven't high-fived. You actually have high-fived video game characters. It's sure. just like, what's, what's exciting about that? Like, yeah. I'd rather hang out with, like if I could hang I out with somebody. I high five people I don't even like just because they hold their hands up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that producer is always like high five, and I'm like fine. Just you know. Pavlovian. Yeah. <laughs> How about I like, high five? I high fived a crosswalk signal once, like when it has flashes <laughs> the red hand. I ran up and I just jumped up and hit it, and this lady was walking in front of me, and she turned around and looked really scared because I was just hitting street signs. Well, I'm going to move on to the next question then. If you could be a tree, what kind of tree would you be? From oh, what the God, fuck? Jesus. <laughs> I would be a redwood. I would be a, a, uh, a larch. I'd either be a beech or a birch. Oh, yeah, those are good. I would you say a large? A large. Oh, large. The large. Yeah, the large. You ever seen a the cork tree? Oh, uh, Jonathan Holmes, you'll be busting out that money pattern referee! <laughs> Only you got it, Jim. Thanks. Uh, anyone got a tree answer before I move on? Willow. Willow. If you could be any shitty question we've had to answer on this year, this week's Podtoid, what, what shitty question on Podtoid would you be? <laughs> I took you We're getting these at the last minute from people that didn't have to do anything. Yeah, I'm doing it as fast as I can. Havoc Fang asks, which games would you like to see have crossovers? That's all you got. Like to a That's movie? Um, or, like, you know, two video games. Like Mario and Sonic, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, Tatsumoto vs. Capcom. I hate crossover games. They're always so shitty. It, oh. and Duke Nukem. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't be shitty if it was Animal Crossing and Silent Hill. Wow, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, I'm going to go with Minecraft and Katamari, because they just make sense together. Oh, that would be really cool, actually. Oh, thank you. I thought of that myself. The cat Ooh. is making so much noise. Are you guys hearing that? It's like tap dancing on me. So loud. Sorry about that. Uh, I would, you got one. I I yeah. was my first one would just be a buddy. A buddy. I've never seen a good buddy game, but I would see uh, Deus Ex and Duke Nukem together. Whoa! Because I actually really I've been playing Deus Ex and I really like Adam Jensen as a character. Yeah. Um, you know he's like kind of a cool guy, but it's funny because him and Duke Nukem they both are fucking. They're such they're such like total lightweights. They drink like one beer and they're like. Oh, like fall over. I'm like, that's funny. I just want to see them hanging out. Like, I want to see like them time traveling together. That'd be silly. Um, but I would like to see um, Hydro Thunder and Chrono Trigger in the same game, just because nobody would not get angry at that game. <laughs> oh, I would also like to suggest, and this one's especially for Jonathan Holmes. Uh, yes. Sp- Spyro the Dragon and Chiller. <laughs> what about Sesame <laughs> Street, problem. Once Upon a Monster? Uh-huh. And mixed with, uh, let's see. 
Sesame Street. Dead Space, maybe, would be good. Scare the huh. children. Yeah. It could be really scary. I, Muppets can be terrifying in the right lighting, I think, in the right scenario. Like, have, cat's making so much noise. Yeah, heavy, Nicole Richie scares the shit out of me, and that's some amazing puppetry they're doing with her. Heavy Rain and Mario Paint. <laughs> heavy Paint? Mario Rain? Whoa, that could be sort of God, I love Mario Paint. Yeah, me too. I, I don't have it, but I love it just from YouTube videos, the music. Well, there's so many questions now. There's 15 questions. Uh, how many more should we do? Two? Two more? I don't do do whatever. More. I don't give a fuck anymore. Okay. Woody <laughs> underscore UK asks, if you could solve any problem with the current games industry, what would it be? That's hard. Nintendo. Nintendo is a problem <laughs> to the games industry. They have problems, but they aren't a problem. Are they hurting anyone? Next? Yep. Who are they hurting? Yep. Who? Um, who got hurt? Because they all made those people who are getting fired from Nintendo because they don't well, have any that's money. Nintendo getting hurt, sure. But and then not. they have to hire orphans because they keep making smaller consoles, and they have to hire people with little hands to put their hands inside the consoles to put the games in them, and they just kill all the little kids. That was a good laugh. I enjoyed it. Uh, I would fix the problem with uh, games costing more money than people can afford because that's causing that's a, good, a lot of problems for people. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't yeah. know why it should be. It should be like there are so many different like levels of of game size. Like I think that mm-hmm. people would pay eighty bucks for Skyrim, but right. for instance, Sonic Generations that would probably make more money if it was like 30 or 40 bucks yeah they actually yeah. are selling it at 50 which isn't great but it's a concession and am that, i weird yeah. am i weird in thinking that no platformer should ever be more than like 40 dollars yeah really yeah. i think it depends I mean, well it depends on the platform game i mean if you give me a fucking 90 hour platform game that is awesome i'll pay 60 bucks for it but i feel so yeah. bad for Ray- rayman origins it's yeah be so God, that a... game looks so good, though. Why did it's, they make yeah. it $60? Everyone mm. in the fucking games industry is like, Rayman Origins. Like, go. Everyone I, like, talk to who has, like, similar interests or... It's just, we, are we all kind of agreed that Rayman Origins looks fucking great? It looks yeah. damn good, yes. It's won lots of awards and shit, like, at awards shows and stuff. Well, so why won't people buy... Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? I mean, are you agreeing with me that it, it looks like a really awesome game? Oh, yeah, it looks very good, but I'm confused why people... Like, Tara just said the most contradictory thing, but it's totally true. It's like, that game looks so good, that sucks that it's 60 bucks, because no one's going to buy it, even though it looks awesome. Like, why is that a thing? Why why don't people want to pay full price for a platformer? Isn't that just a fun video game to play? Uh, Help me understand it. I don't full price for most games, I'll be honest. I mean, the problem with that... that like, I love platform games. But there yeah. is that why, attitude why, now that like nobody wants why? to pay that much money for it, and it's, I agree. It's hard. Were they it's devalued you're paying by the downloadable market or something? Because it, it looks like it could is. be a downloadable. Like I could buy. I mean, if you're if you're, I know it's a bigger game, and there's more to it than just you know like a fifteen dollar game. But when I look at, mm-hmm. you know, if this was nineteen ninety five, it's I could every game was kind of like that. But it's it feels like right. there's there's a dimension missing. Right, so That's people kind of think it. that dimension. Yeah, uh, yeah, and do it you feels think like a that... smaller game, even if it is like huge. A big yeah, game Donkey Kong Country Returns is 
huge game. Yeah, on the Wii, those games still make, you know, I think Donkey Kong Country Returns sold 5 million copies, so they can still pull it off there. But uh, So do you think it has something to do with the fact that there are so many amazing... I think there is a problem platforms. with perception, like value yeah. perception. It's, I, as Tara said, like, paying $60 for a platform game is something people don't want to do, and I don't think that's necessarily right. It is unfortunately an issue that's going to keep happening, and and, you know, that's why even when they wanted to bring back Sonic as a proper platformer, Sonic 4 was digital. And even with Sonic mm. Generations, they had to make 50% of it 3D to make it In look like it's worth the price. money. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a sad situation, especially as someone like me who loves, uh, you know, nice platformer games, you know, 10 out of 10 think- and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Do you think if PSN and XBLA didn't have so many good platformers on it, people wouldn't expect to pay so little? It might. That, that actually might have something to do with it because, as, as Max said, like if it looks like it can be on a digital platform, people are going to expect digital prices. And there mm-hmm. are some great-looking and great-playing games on, on the digital platform for 15 bucks. Um, well, that would make me assume that as the digital platforms allow for more and more genres and bigger and bigger games that eventually the price of all games is just going to whittle down. Here's, here's the thing. Would you pay, would you pay like, I mean, hypothetically, this, this might mm. be the wrong way to phrase this question, but would you pay like, you know, 50 bucks for a filet mignon dinner? Like uh, that's, that's a thing. Like if you're having a fancy dinner, you know, sure. You know, yeah. You know, now let's say that's, that's a, a hamburger and it's like, mm-hmm the same quality meat and it's really good and they you know same same chef prepared it and it's all really delicious just the fact that it's a hamburger makes it kind of a different different perspective right. on there's what a, there's for, a you know? because people are used to paying 99 cents for a hamburger at McDonald's but they're not used to paying 99 cents for McDonald's filet mignano burger yes meat. exactly yes i said whatever that. the fuck mm-hmm. you just said i mean there's <laughs> Whether, whether or not it's right to ascribe these values to these games, it is the reality of the situation which makes Ubisoft wanting to charge 60 bucks for Roman Origins a very silly thing to do. Um, yeah. I think, and you get this, you get people complaining about game prices, yet always following it up with, but of course our game is worth 60 bucks. All the other games should be 50 or 40. And it's like, well, if no one's going to take the first fucking step, it's not going to change, and I think we've needed tiered pricing for a long time. Like sixty for mm-hmm. sixty for a guaranteed uh, fucking seller, forty for a game that is you know moderately untested or a high budget new IP, and then have twenty as a price for you know the kind of lower level games. Um, sure. Well, it it could be reflective of how much money they spent on making the game. Nintendo's been getting away with it for a long time. The New Super Mario Brothers Wii did not cost as much as, let's say, Skyrim to make. Um, yet they sold it for fifty bucks and made fifteen million. Uh, sold fifteen million copies. Yeah. Of it. And it just uh, it gets yeah. on my nerves when you know, like as I said before, when two. Um, sorry, I I almost called Silicon Knights too human, which I think they should be called. Uh, when Silicon Knights and Activision bring out fucking X Men uh, Destiny. And put for it full next price, right? for sixty bucks, and then put it next to Batman: Arkham City, and say yeah. both these games are equal in value. I just want to slap someone. Well, just in budget, they did not cost the same amount to make by by any means. Budget, no. time, care, and attention, and above all, quality. Like they're it not works. comparable in the least, and they want comparable prices. And that's a system that is fucked and should change. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, that was a great answer to that question. I loved it. 
Should we do any more questions? Uh, there's a question for Max from Stijan Van Kralingen. It's a guy yeah, talking on Twitter all the time. Boy, I he can't pronounce to... his name. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just not from that country. I don't know that language. Uh, he wants to know. If, he wants to know if the squid bear would be in Skyrim. How would it be presented to the player? Would it be a boss fight, quest, loot, etc.? How would um, that squid bear? What would that be like, Max? If I had, if I had my choice, um, I, I think it would just be like a. I guess it would just be a, a monster that you'd fight. I mean, it, it a could big be one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be kind of cool to have it, you know, have like a few smaller, like, you know, some like squid, squidlets, you know, little little squidsies, you know, little ones running around. <laughs> but then there's just a big one. And but they like, have oh, bear bodies. There too? he is. Better. Huh? Are there owl bears in Skyrim at what? least? Does it have owl bears? Does Skyrim have owl bears? I don't know they, they have. I can't say. See, they like a bear that can fly. And perform no, an owl bear. An owl bear is just a jerk. I don't like the owl uh, owl bear. I like. If you have bear. a sunbird, you should put some aloe vera on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like Skyrim a lot more if it had squid bear in it. I'm just gonna go out and say that. I want more weird stuff like that in that game. Um, and I guess we'll just one last question for Jim, and then we'll go. Why is it that Jim Sterling gets so much shit for being the only journalist, the only journalist who actually utilizes? the whole of review scale, and that's from Isaac Cuevas. I'm not Isaac a journalist. A- Isaac A-I-S-A-A. Yeah, and you're not the only no, one. I can't do a, a show like this for almost two hours and then claim to be a journalist. <laughs> that would insult everybody in the world. And I like to think I use the whole point scale, Well, I mean, too, it's but... not like... I mean, I try and encourage everyone on Destructoid to do it, and yeah, I think most we all of them do, do so... You know, yeah. I, I think it's 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 Destructoid as an outlet that's doing it, and there are others like Edge. I, I I've come to respect their reviews a lot, um, mm-hmm. score wise. So they do it. Um, as to whether why I'm the only one who gets shit on it, I it, again, it's not that I'm the only one. There are other people. Justin McElroy actually got shit on for doing a video where he danced with his copy of Skyrim, uh, and people were like, "Oh, that is so unprofessional." Uh, I actually got a, I got front paged on Reddit because I, I took a picture. Of my copy of Skyrim and my Skyrim hat and my sword, my two cans of Red Bull, three cans of Mountain Dew, a bottle of Jägermeister, <laughs> a box of tissues, and my Jurgens hand cream, and then a steak sandwich and a bag of beef jerky. And I was just like, here's my review copy of Skyrim. You think I'm ready? And that's on the front page of our gaming now, which is funny because I hate them. Yeah, nice. I don't, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> They're, uh, I don't know who they the are. Gaming Imagine- of Reddit. Oh, Reddit. I've never yeah, been on that. Basically, if you want to think of Reddit... Who's doing that scurry, scurrying, scrabbling noise? That's terrible. I've, I'm sorry. It might yeah. have been me. What could have been my cat? Is it uh, over now? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. What were you going to say, Jim? It doesn't matter anymore. Why not? No, it matters a lot. I, I To speak to people getting mad at you for being excited about liking Skyrim, I wanted to say that I hate the self-loathing in this industry. It really bothers me that we get mad at each other for liking video games and saying, you're not supposed to actually like them because they're for kids and you're being childish. You need to be professional and someone who doesn't like video games and then writes about them because it's work and not fun. That is terrible. Well, the thing is you, you get... You get one side of the people saying, oh, well, he shouldn't have reviewed this because he's a fan of the games. And then you get the other people who are like, who's this ignorant idiot reviewing this game when he's not a fan of the series? It's like, you, you can never win. 
And uh, yeah. I'm, I'm certainly not the only one who gets shit on its reviewers in general. I said the other day that never before have people demanded such high standards from people who they have such low expectations of. Because journalists mm. are revived. Like, so many people think that game reviewers are, like, shit and stupid. And yet they expect them to have a level of ethics and standards above that of gods themselves. <laughs> It's like, you can't have it both ways. Either you think we're all dumbasses, or you think we're capable of feats of professionalism that not even paramedics are expected to bring to the table. Are you familiar with the ego defense mechanism called projection? I am, yes. Yes, I I see a lot of that. I've accused many of that over the years. Yes, yes, I am tired I am a little tired of the projection when people are angry at themselves or angry at the fact that they aren't respected or angry at the fact that other people are saying they are not doing the right thing with their life, that they let it out on others. Well, I mean, NeoGAF in particular seems to be a place where people just go to whine about the fact that they're not paid to whine (laughs) about things in the video game industry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it would be different if they actually did it, I'm sure. <sighs> do you guys want any more questions, or do you think that's a good? I think finish? we're okay. It, it's the heating's come on in here, and I'm really hot, and my tits are sweating. <laughs> my cats are being so relentless. I have to feed them and eat a burrito, and I might be writing uh, a special guest article for a magazine. I have to do that tonight. Uh, Die Hard Game Fan Magazine. Ooh. I was mentioned in a magazine this week in Australia. Oh, you were. Oh, really? Apparently Which... some, some Australian game magazine called Hyper did a list of, like, funny, I guess, funny uh, Xbox 360 achievements for games journalists. And one, okay. of, one of the wacky achievements was called a sterling effort. And the way to get this achievement is to give a game a lower review score than it deserves and sit back laughing. Uh, wow, they're so dumb. <laughs> I, don't say that, I don't say that usually, but are they thinking at all? Did they notice that just because you don't think exactly like they think, that doesn't mean that you're lying? Or Wow, do, they, they don't allow for any possibility that there's uh, multiple opinions in this I world. I don't know. Huh? I've been accused of Crazy. telling so many lies, engineering social experiments with my review scores <laughs> to manipulate the community into reacting the way I need them to react. I've been accused of like mass manipulation of successfully trolling multiple communities multiple times over multiple years. That if any of it were true, I would basically be Lex Luthor wearing carnage as a symbiote suit. <laughs> Indeed. Did you yeah, guys? Uh, you did you guys see target. that? There's a there's a uh, thread on 4chan where someone's like, "I used to work in the video game journalism industry. I have all of the dirty, deep, dark secrets about hookers and blow and who buys what and how Michael <laughs> Pactor is a shadow agent and NeoGaf is owned by the syndicate." And like, oh, it's not fair yeah. to prey on people's paranoia like that. I, I, everyone it's, is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a part where. Someone chimes in and they say, you know, someone goes, any dirt on Destructoid? And someone else goes, uh, you're pointing out how, like, not everyone in the games industry knows each other and how someone from Destructoid isn't likely to know someone from, you know, GameSpot. And it, it, it's a really, really weird thread to read because it's... It's like conspiracy theorist stuff, except it's about what we do. Uh, yeah, for about things yeah. that really like the most <laughs> important thing in the world. Yeah, it's really yeah, not but that it's exciting. important to them. Like, 
I mean, that's it's important like, to them. Again, yeah. with the accusations people give to me and the other things that they say and about Destructors and everything in general, it's like, it's such a compliment at the end of the day that they think that we're capable of supervillain-grade machinations <laughs> when really we're just some nerds on the internet like them who got a little bit luckier. Uh, and yet they, they think, you know, master manipulators, charismatic cult leaders... When you read some of the things they say about us, it makes us sound brilliant. It makes oh, yeah. us sound like, you know, something from DC or Marvel that, like, gives Spider-Man a run for his money. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, indeed. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. It's fun to feel that sure. way. But... We will be remembered. The gym yeah. certainly will be, and I think we all will be here in some way. Uh-huh. Well, basically, when I die after doing something terrible... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they'll play clips of this stuff on, like, news reports about my death, and then they will, like, you listen to the stuff, and they'll say, yeah, yeah, that make that makes it all sense. <laughs> that, uh, now we understand. <laughs> How you and died. And who, who are those three fucks enabling the man who went on to shoot up that skull? <laughs> well, you know, I hope you live forever, Jim, so we'll just have to see what Dude, happens. Dude, I'll be lucky to make it to 40. When did the guy who played Dynamo in Running Man die? Because I'm only hoping to beat his record. <laughs> I think he was like 42 or something, yeah. Uh, there we go, I ain't got much longer. Yeah, he was a cool guy. We're still talking about him today. He exactly. Did. He did and right. I am very much the Dynamo of, of games journalism. <laughs> they're, uh, they're remaking that movie, you know. I know they are. Well, they're remaking everything. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to them doing Gremlins. That's the Are one. they doing that too? I don't. N- not yet, but that's that for me is going to be the sign when it's finally over for all of movies. <laughs> once yeah. they once they remember Gremlins exists and remake it, that's I'm I'm bowing out of movies of movie of life. <laughs> I will live on my little. I mean, actually, that to be fair, some remakes are pretty decent. I think sure. we we need to be a bit more open minded about them, but. Basically, it's what I'm saying that is that's... that the, the Friday the 13th remake wasn't shit like everyone says, and they should shut up. It seemed okay. I didn't watch the whole thing. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, it seemed alright. You it's watched not... the first one? Because the first Friday the 13th is pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, the third one's worse. I, I watched that one for the first time this weekend. Like we did Dream Warriors? No, Friday the 13th. Jason Voorhees. Hockey oh, Friday. I mixed it up with Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry about that. Yeah. But the Get third out. one is shh. Like, I mean... All of those films are shit. Like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween. I mean, they're they're fun to watch in a in like a schlocky, silly way, but they're all shit. So mm. I don't know why we have to complain about them being remade. Like as if they're going to make them any worse. It's like what were you expecting? <laughs> it's, well, it's, they don't know. have much to work with. And to be honest, both uh, Friday the Thirteenth and the Halloween one, I think they did some really awesome things that improved the mythos of the characters. Not yeah, like, Elm Street, not so much. But the prequel aspect of Halloween was pretty good. I loved be. that, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, well, not all remakes are bad. We shouldn't have all or nothing thinking that's... Um, it's yeah. the way of the Sith, is that right? Is that how the Sith are? Oh, they see things in black and white. Mix up the Sith with um, people that are just dumb sometimes. I hate Star Wars so much. Oh, come on, you like it sometimes. It's so stupid. I'm actually I'm reading I'm reading the old Star Wars uh, Tales from the Mos Eisley Cantina. That's it's so fucking good. Like compared to the prequels, I love there's all, so much shit going on. All there. of those Underworld Tales books are great. I love them. It's it's fucking Elmore Leonard in space. It's awesome. 
You guys say this like once a month, you know. I know it's really cool books. <laughs> it's less, it really does bear repeating. Sure, I'm not complaining. Just uh, explaining. Yeah, I, I I need to do like it's one of those colon achy shits. So I'm gonna have to go and d- deal with that. Um, I think it was all those M and M's. Got an achy um, shit? Yeah, it's one of it's a whole. I'll thing. tell you what. Tell you what you need. You know what you need? You need what I got in my bathroom, which is a bunch of gaming magazines, and then a, the newest Lego catalog, and then two issues of Zoo Books. You're all set to go. Um, on the toilet. Take take a Zoo photo books. of that, and you can be on Reddit twice. I'm probably gonna <laughs> do that later. <laughs> Fucking Reddit. <laughs> they're like, they're like, I thought you hated Reddit. I'm like, I do. I also hate Twitter. I'm always on that shit. <laughs> I've never assholes. been on Reddit. It seems all right. It's got some news. Yeah. I, I, or something. I read them when there's a big controversy, just because it's funny to see these outraged moral guides like casting yeah. down their their. I sneer. totally. I I to- did totally school somebody in the Reddit post. I posted the Skyrim thing, and then someone goes, "Are we supposed to be impressed?" And I went, uh, "No, this is this is r slash gaming. You're supposed to be snarky and insufferable. Keep up the good work." You done it. You done it. Okay, I seriously, I, I got to I got to get this wrapped up and done. Close this up, Jim. Close can, up our yeah. show. Uh, okay. Okay. Thank you all for listening and and stuff. Hello. Um, I'd like to thank Max and Tara and Jonathan Holmes. You can catch Max and Tara every Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Destructoid show via YouTube and Rev3. You can catch Jonathan Holmes on Destructoid. He has got uh, talking to women about video games every Tuesday on Detroit.com. Uh, you can also catch Max Scoville on the Comedy Button, which is another podcast on iTunes. Look it up, losers. And I, I do the Jimquisition as well as Destructoid Reviews, EscapistMagazine.com, Destructoid.com. Uh, Skyrim Review coming... Uh, Thursday, November 10. So you should check that out. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.